No, I know. I just, you were talking about salt like the, and... I got gong showed off. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I have this recipe I use, and it's when I make potatoes on the grill, and it calls for kosher salt. So you take the you take olive oil, and you butter it up, and then, you know, on a baked hey, potato, Hey, you're pretty good-looking olive oil. <laughs> what are you doing you later, know? olive oil? That type of buttering up? <laughs> <laughs> yes, of course. And then I add a kosher salt to it all over. That's a good joke, up the foil, yes. up on the <laughs> No, it was. I'm being serious. If I was paying attention to the story, I probably would have cracked it as well. <laughs> <laughs> Who's paying attention? Maybe the typ- That's what they open with. I don't in typical Brandon fashion, I'm going to call it that I made a funnier joke before we hit record. And that's a Brandon thing to do. I love when Brandon does it. He's like, she talked over me. And if you go listen back, listeners, you'll hear that I cracked that joke. And I love it. I love it. Don't be embarrassed because I do the exact same thing. I'm like, damn it. Maybe the listeners should just have an account. They, they, if, they, if they point it out, they got to say, hey, by the way. You know, it's not recording. It's not recording anymore. Stop. Yeah, it just You're stopped. A heart came up for some reason and stopped recording. There we go. Take two, I guess. All right, okay, all right. We interrupt- yeah, all right, all right. We were interrupted the first time. We don't know what happened, but um, all right, all right. It's episode uh, something. What is it? 153? Even, even oh, Skype doesn't want to hear this shit. Am I is, way it one, off? is it 153 or 152? It is. 153. Really? Yes. Yeah. We're almost done. Nice. We're almost there. 500's getting closer every day. It is. One, one, one episode at a time. 153. Next is 154. Of course, that's the end of the sauce, summer sausage. And, and then 155. Is, yeah. Oh, my God. It's funny how that works. Spoilers. Right? Spoilers. I don't <laughs> like to know what episode's coming next. I'm going to put a trailer out for it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about spoilers or trailers. It, it's Ixnade. Although, I don't know. i got to look at what the votes came out. But No, but what I'm saying is we got this and this, this sausage series, and next week, then 155, the reset button is hit. So, you know well, what I mean? The new format. Be happy. I, I know you put a poll out, and again, there's going to be an episode that drops after that poll was released. That episode drops on August 16th, so that'll be in the past by the time you hear this but ultimately i have to talk about trailers one more time and the reason yeah. i'm bringing it up not one more time because it's going to come up okay again. i went out to, with the family to see old last night first time the all five of us has been to a movie in a while because we've gone to the movies Thanks. like uh well not recently but we went last year it was just three of us because my wife was working and then like it's been a long time since five so we went to see old which i overall enjoyed i still think the good outweigh the the bad, and it was a movie that although there's bad in it, it didn't kill my enjoyment. Like there are certain movies that we'll talk about going, oh my god, but that, and then just dwell upon that one thing that irked you so much that it killed the movie. Somehow, I found that he was able to keep you entertained and keep reinventing it. Hey, Francesca, how are you? <laughs> they said hello. They saw you. Hi. <laughs> she said hi. <laughs> hello, hello, sorry, I was on a rant there. But anyway, where I'm going with it is I, I enjoyed the movie overall. Not great, but good. Uh, but the point is, boy, did it feel good because this is the first time since exactly last year that I was in the movie theater. And being back in the movie theater felt great. And when the trailers were playing, it felt fucking great. It felt great. And I looked down at my family. I was at one end. My daughter, Jocelyn, was at the other. Everybody in between. And when the trailers were coming on, she would look over and go, and give me the thumbs up, and I'd be like, yeah, like whatever, like we're, we gotta go see beings. that. Normal yeah. human beings enjoying trailers. Look at it that. was, she was like, I can't <laughs> wait to see it. Uh, and 
you know what? They played the Halloween teaser, and my wife oh and my other daughter did not want to see it because they heard it was so heavy, spoiler heavy, based on what I had told them. But they had a teaser. It was like the teaser version. It was short, sweet. Why wasn't that the only thing released? It just it did like the rapid cuts to show you boom, 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 where you where we stand. Done. In, out, done. No long, cool. no spoilers. And the teaser trailers, really, I think, this whole thing could be squashed, this whole argument, if they just did the good old-fashioned teaser trailer and nothing yes. more. I, I, I agree. I agree with you. And, I, and I, 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 teaser trailers would be the way to go. I think it is exciting when you're at the theater with your family and you're seeing movies come out that may or may not be horror movies, but, you know, more like summer blockbusters. And this is the first time you've heard about, although that's hard kind of this day and age, but still, in, in, although... Not necessarily, because my wife doesn't know anything. She's not on. She's not pretty. <laughs> my wife you know doesn't what I mean? know anything. Yeah. Dave Z. <laughs> Abraham Ram, three years from now. My yeah. wife doesn't know anything, Dave Z. <laughs> she doesn't know anything about upcoming movies and shit yeah. like that. We do. We're in the know. So we'll be sitting there, and a trailer will come out for something that I'm not really. If it's not a horror movie, I don't care if it's a trailer. Unless it's Star Wars, which forget about. I don't want to know a fuck anything either. But I mean. A movie will come up, and it'll be something that we may be into. That's a non-horror thing, and you know, an advertisement will come, and she'll be, she'll be like, "Oh wow!" I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Like she doesn't know about this stuff because she's not in the know the way you know our circle of people are because we're we can't avoid it when you're on social media talking with you know movie fans of any type. There's all kinds of cro- crossover with horror fans and genre mm-hmm. fans, and people like love movies, so things come out, and she's always and I, I dig that. I, I 100% see what you're saying, see? So I'm not, I can't knock that. The kids are getting excited. You're getting excited. Something comes on at the trailer. I yeah, that 10 times fast. See what you're seeing, see? <laughs> it was just great to, to look over and they're all like this. And even my son was like, like getting excited about it and, and everything else. It was, it was really, it was really cool. We saw the green, the green night. Although no one, yeah. no one would t- seem that interested in seeing that. Funny enough, I was the one interested in seeing it because I like the look of it. But uh, um, I can't remember now the fucking horror films. Oh, Candyman, of course, Candyman, and that was a great that was a great trailer for Candyman. Um, yeah, Candyman trailer is amazing. That actually made me m- way more excited to see that now. Although I still, you know, being a Halloween fan, I'm still thinking that that's going to be my. Most anticipated, or that is my most anticipated, but Candyman looks great. There's a movie that I didn't even know was coming out. Now, we didn't see the trailer last night, but The the Night House, I think it's called. I'm sure oh, everybody's God, heard of it. fucking stop. It's, well, um, it, uh, because I have Hulu, it's the only thing I have that has commercials. Oh. I don't have commercials anywhere else, but I got Hulu, and I got to see that fucking Night House Oop. thing. Fucking every fucking, that trailer. Looks constantly. garbage. And it when looks I'm garbage. I don't even so, pay much attention. It looks generic as fuck. And that's what I thought. When I saw the trailer, I'm like, this looks generic as all hell. Like, pretty much as fuck. <laughs> and then I, <laughs> I read up on it. And then people were saying, is this the one that debuted at Sundance last year? People were saying it's scary as, as fuck. And I'm like, I haven't even heard boo about this movie. Have you guys heard anything positive about it? Because it does look horribly the only, generic. The only review I heard was boo. So I did hear boo about it. Yeah. <laughs> boo. <laughs> no, I okay. like Dave. I, it might be because of Hulu, because I have Hulu as well. But uh, I've I've only seen the trailer probably you know half a dozen times. But I haven't heard anyone talk about it. I didn't read any reviews on it. But I just oh. thought that trailer just kind of made it look like a generic supernatural ghostly in the 
in the house. Well, the only trailer I've been seeing ad nauseum is that one with Ryan Reynolds now, the superhero sort of, uh, or whatever that movie uh, is, the yeah. Yes Man Free or whatever. Guy. Or Free, Free Guy. guy. Yeah. Yes and man, I've been yeah. seeing that over and over and over again. But You anyway. know what? This is going to sound weird about me and trailers, but I can tell. This is what's so weird. You guys said the, the Candyman trailer, trailer looked good and it got you excited. About a month ago, if you would have asked me what I was looking forward to, I would have said nothing in particular. I don't know. But again, because of Hulu... I saw literally five seconds of the Candyman trailer and saw and, and realized what it was and then didn't watch it. But in those five seconds, I knew that I wanted to see that movie. I don't know why I'm easily <laughs> fucking in, but it, all I saw was that. And I was like, oh, I think this might be a good movie this year. And that's all I thought to me. Just based on five seconds. I don't even know what I saw. I can't even remember. But based on that, and again, that other movie, The Silent Howl Show, whatever the fuck it's called, I, I saw that. I was 20 I, I kept watching it because I thought it looked like doo-doo from the first five seconds. Doo-doo. How can I tell in five seconds? It's impossible. But for some reason, I feel like I have this fucking weird knack that I just get, like, the feel in just a few seconds, and I know. A ball knack? A ball sack? Yes. Oh, ball neck. Ball it's like sack. it's like the cover <laughs> the cover art challenge, but on uh, from a trailer standpoint, maybe. But I think I think I'm onto something here. I think I'm onto something. <laughs> I'm onto something too. I've adapted the non-trailer watching mentality now when driving. I don't want to know where my destination is, so I drive with my eyes closed. The other day, I mowed down about fifty people, but I had no idea where I ended up. Perfect. <laughs> you complete ignorance. You can say, I don't want to yeah. see what's ahead. I like surprises. I don't watch trailers, life. officer. Oh, move on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You're holding trailer. up traffic. Hey, I'm not saying a damn thing about it. These are not people. These are New Jerseyans. What, what do you call <laughs> New Jerseyans? Uh, what are people from Jersey called? Why don't I know this? Jerseyans? People. People. I don't. Nobody. No, nobody refers nobody to calls them people. <laughs> <laughs> people. Canadians. Yeah. We call we sooner call ourselves Canadians <laughs> than, than Jerseyans. Yeah. Jersey milk. What do we call ourselves? Yeah. yeah. Bag numbers. Jersey milk bags. Uh, Jersey milk see, bags. what were you talking about? What trailer did you see again? Oh, the, the night. What the? Okay. That the movie. Green, it's yeah. called. The, the I think it's a horror movie, but it sounds like a fucking superhero flick. The Green Knight. Is Isn't it like a horror movie? Is it like a medieval H20? movie? It's a medieval movie H24. that seems to have. It, it seems to have like some like horrific overtones, but definitely more fantasy and medieval. Oh, I thought it was a horror movie because everybody we know are, are talking about it. It said A twenty four. Of course, you know yeah. I'm in the dark, so I didn't know. But I, I, the title didn't sound like a horror movie. But I'm like, I, I assumed it was because everybody was talking about it and mentioning A twenty four, The Green Knight. I'm, I'm tired like, of people blowing A twenty four. They're good. They have their stinkers as well. Let's be honest. No, yeah, I, of course they have, but they put out much more fucking positive than negative. Eh, That's like seventy five percent. That's debatable. Really? Well, we'll have to go down the list at a BS show, I guess, or something. Garbage. Well, I've listened to. to there's been a podcast about it. It's uh, about Duncan's Diner. Yeah, with uh Duncan's with Diner. Jamie. Sorry, and I'm not making a joke. You, it broke up on my end. Duncan's what? Duncan has done it. He's done oh, a, a podcast. With Mark. him and Jamie and Bo, and they've and they, it's been a three part series. They've talked about all the A twenty four releases, and 
I didn't see that movie. I don't know what to, I don't know what it's called. Slice. It's, it, has to, it has to do with the pizza shit. I don't know. Yeah, I saw Slice. I heard, everyone said it was shit, so I didn't bother with it because that's how I roll. It was. Well, it, it, was it wasn't shit. Like compared to other A twenty four movies, I mean, it, it's, was it Donimos or was it like Pizza Pizza? <laughs> it was with Chance the Rapper, where he turns into like a werewolf or something. A who wolf? <laughs> Sorry, These, I, I'm just gonna <laughs> excuse myself. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, just uh, what yeah, do you yeah. call it? What do you call it when you get out? Vamoose? of it? <laughs> No, no. You say so. I'm just gonna. I don't know. You just Was every he... week you do it. Like I'm just gonna skedaddle or I'm something. I tail it out of here. Hightail it. That's it. Hightail it. I'm gonna hightail it out of here. <laughs> Go ahead. Hightail it out of there. I think it's from a song. Hightail it out. You get the hell out of dodge. Hightail it out of there. Hightail it. No, when you. When you fucking slide your chair across, you just hightail it out of there. I don't even know. Let me, okay, back to this poll, though. You know what? People don't seem to care all that much about it because I put the, I should have put it up in the group, too. I, I put it in, in the, the private group. I should have put it in the Patreon as well the, to see what the results would be. But I said, just for fun, which of these topics would you not want to hear about? Because if they're if they've run their course and people don't want to hear about it anymore, I'd like to know. Because why should we keep doing it? And the majority vote said keep them all, keep talking about it. So there you go. The barbecue grill had six votes. Trailers had six. Bagged milk had four. I guarantee what? you, the six people Two. who voted for trailers are non-trailer watchers. <laughs> now let's see. Tyler, Kuno, Jamie, Denise, Eric, and Robert. Well, did, yep, J- there you go. What? Jamie blows trailers. She fucking loves trailers. Yeah, but uh, fucking uh, Eric. One person that we know for a fact. Eric. Kuno. So the other Don't people, get me started on Kuno. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, he doesn't, Kuno doesn't want to suck about trailers. That's what he said. What? Say it. Sorry. No, the, I was, I was going to say, doesn't he Who like knew, to edit? Kuno? Like... <laughs> Poor C. <laughs> So I was looking up something. I couldn't remember the other movie we saw. It was James Wan, James Wan's new horror film. What? He's got a new horror film? Yeah. So That he directed. It's coming up to theaters in a few... What's it called? Oh, shit. I just had it up. Sorry. Uh... That's a movie playing in the background. It's I like it when we're, when we're talking about... Yeah. yeah, so you can remember. You don't take a few fucking notes. Like, oh, I anyway, you talk amongst yourselves while I'm looking this. Okay, way. talk. Here you go. Right, Mudflat had only two votes, and uh, wet basements. Nobody voted at all. They're okay with all the wet basement talk you want. Like most so basements, most basements have a little bit of moisture. Wow, I go in basements fucking all the time, man. They're, they're, they're usually not wet, and nothing comes close. I, I'm not having this discussion. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I it like it. It goes in basements all the time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I do it for my job. I have to be in fucking basements. I'm in basements more than anybody you know. Fucking daily, I'm in basements. You're in the closet more than anyone I know. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! So everybody's pretty cool with it. Some said Brandon. Some malignant. Sorry, huh? malignant is the is his new uh, movie. Malig- malignant is this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never even heard of that. To be honest. Okay, thank you. It said from James Wan, director of. I'm like, I turned to wow. Karen, executive producer. They didn't show anything else. They showed the whole preview. No, it's directed by him. It's a new Ooh. horror film coming out in a few weeks. I heard I'm he was watching the trailer. I don't want to know what it's about. I'm going in blind. 
Oh, I love that. I wish B would change his tune. You know I what? Like so I, much do that. I will do that for Malignant. I have no clue what it's about. No fucking clue. I will go in and see how my experience is with it. I will not watch. I will not look for anything about this movie. I won't even read an IMDb description. I'm going to read you the description right now. All right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> September 10th, 2021. That's not long. Okay, oh, I, I, I'm so excited for this. I'm so I'm excited. Sorry. You might be changing your ways. It, it, it might may take one movie, and you may change your Could fucking ways. Uh, this whole thing. <laughs> oh, I hope it works, because B is really the most... He's the most pro-trailer person in existence. So, well, him and Jamie. Jamie I don't know why my so. computer is effing up so bad. Anyway, it's not something I need to worry about right now. Anyway, yeah. And Sorry. as far as that goes, so the poll, they're not sick of what we're talking they about. They just added me. it on to the LGBTQ uh, T. Another the T alpha- for trailers. Oh! <laughs> we're starting a movement for the trailers. An IMDB. <laughs> I was watching Boondocks the other day. Boondock Saints? And he said, no. <laughs> See, no. And, um, oh. Oh, what the hell did he say? L, what was the original thing? LG, hold on, hold on. What was L- the original uh, thing? LG. G- it was L- a G. It started with G, and then it just went from there. <laughs> LGBT. I'm the OG. Right? It was LGBT. Okay, so what is? <laughs> the guy said something about LGBT because he offended some kids because Pitch because. Tits? The little- because the little, him too he uses the kid. He uses the term "gay" to some kid dancing in, cl- in in class, and it got recorded. See, the Boondocks came back in 2014. They might have gotten canceled because they were saying. But anyway, they asked the little kid. They go LGBT, and he goes, "What is that?" And he goes, "He goes, um, uh, 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 what the hell did he say? A gay bacon lettuce tomato or something." <laughs> 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 that was fucking gay. <laughs> Oh shit! I never thought about that, but that, that, I tell you that show I, that may have been the last episode they did too, actually. But I, I advise check it out, man. If you can watch the Boondocks stuff, they get into. Where do you watch that on? What's what streaming site? HBO Hulu. Kelly Hulu. No, no, no. <laughs> HBO Max. Thank goodness. Fuck who? You know what I use Hulu for? Kelly Hulu. Hulu. I'm out. Yeah. I'm yeah. just gonna hightail it. <laughs> I like Kelly Hulu. No, that Kelly is Hulu. pretty funny. That's funny that this is the first time somebody's saying Kelly Hulu. Yeah, I like it. It's great. I do uh, like it, too. So. You're, You're welcome. <laughs> Drink it, Timmy's. Oh, me too, buddy. Me too. You know what I think they should do? And then this is all, I'm sorry. That's just the way my mind works. Because I, I said LGBT Hulu. But anyway, I started thinking, wouldn't it be cool if, uh, What's that thing that we all use that's free, um, that that app? Because I thought of something that would be so cool. Yeah, okay, Tubi. How cool would it be if they started another one called Tubi Continued, and, but you had to pay for that one? I always you... say that every time I put it on, Tubi Continued. I, You know hey, what? I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought up Tubi because I want to advocate for this site because I never used it as much. And in the last two months, it's my go-to. It's really? well. I think I, it got I, bought I, out, but we've been talking about it before. The game. I like to say before anybody because that just sounds like an exploded head well, signal. Say we were the Dave first invented, to talk about Tubi. Dave invented <laughs> it. 
Yeah. Dave started shooting. <laughs> I invented yeah. continued if it does come out. <laughs> yeah. it right now. I'm surprised they don't offer a paid option so I don't have to watch the same fucking ad pop up five times over. Yeah. I when like I'm watching the ads. I like the ads. They're spaced out far like, enough yeah. where it's not like, annoying. And I like a little break. Yeah. Of course. No, I, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing because I'll go grab a snack or, or take a quick piss. I don't leave my seat. But I, I do that during the <laughs> But it, I watched Howard's Mill on that. You were raving about it a couple of shows ago. Oh, I watched it? it. Yeah, nice. And it was, it was, it was good. It, it's not the Bay. It's not, um, wow. uh, like Mongo. No, but I mean, it's, it's. I like Mongo. that faux documentary. I will give them credit because there's a lot of people that are naysayers saying, "Oh, the acting's horrible." No, this is how you do it. Like that, that fake documentary style is so well done here. Uh, yeah, I just feel I, yeah. like it needed to be trimmed a little bit. And I'm not saying that because I'm my attention deficit. I felt like they regurgitated a lot of stuff near the end when it could have built faster to that the conclusion. And I think it was an hour and 35 minutes and I think an hour and 25 and it would have been, it might've been better for the actual movie itself. I but, wish we could trim your thoughts on that. Yeah. Well, you can't. I'm the editor. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm putting this in twice now. Just, I just uh, thought the, the, the whole story <laughs> stuck with me for long after the end of the film. It was very unsettling, especially some of the stuff they touched on in the third act, which is interesting. I thought they needed to expand on that stuff more. This that's you know, that that stuff, and maybe the second act needed to be less uh, mysterious. Well, yeah, okay, now I, I, won't get, I, I know you, you haven't seen it right yet, D. So I won't get no, into it too much more. I can't. But it's definitely worth. <laughs> it was on Tubi. For free. I can't. I can't. Well, I can't. can't. 1970, man. It's all 1970 when I'm finished that in Summer Streets. I, well, I refuse to watch a 1970 film. What's that? I'm not even coming on the show. I'm doing, I'm doing the show, but I'm not watching a 70 film for it. <laughs> just I'm, just picking my... ten, I'm just picking 10 films. Randomly. Use the randomizer like I have. And I can't believe I said that. That's a 22 shots fucking expression. Randomizer. They, they, they fill that extra syllable in there for no reason. It's a randomizer. That's a me Demonizer, and I always laugh to myself, saying these fucking guys, you know. But it's a randomizer. Sorry, bunch of, so... bunch of illiterate fucks over there. Yeah. Randomizer. That's my problem. Is I notice all, all that stupid shit. At least I'm not the asshole. That's I can't stand when people like correct other people on online for spelling or, or grammar or shit like that. I never say it, but I always think it. I can't. I only do it, it to JP because JP hates it. So if, if I notice JP doing it, I always and he always folds it up with weak, weak. I'm like, no, well, not, not not for you. For you, it's it's puff, like, fucking gold. It, it's like awesome because <laughs> I know it, it, he just hates it. <laughs> well, he's the king of it. He, I'm sure randomizer came from him. If it's not him, maybe Jeremy because Jeremy has you know dialogue issues himself. But you know they're speaking spell. I, I I've said that for years. The two of them. But anyway, what the hell are we talking about? Yeah, so Tubi continued. Here's the thing about Tubi. They are the kings of found footage movies. Like Because I've been going to that, that, that group, the found footage lovers group. Not lovers. That sounds like pussy shit. But whatever the fuck it's called. Found footage. Call it what you want. It's still going to sound like pussy shit. No. <laughs> I, love, I love pussy shit. It's, <laughs> it makes me scared to go footage. down on the next girl I have to go down to. All I'm yeah. going to be thinking about is pussy shit. I'm like... Pussy shit my face. That's our. That's movie uh, fifteen. Pussy shit. Yeah. Pussy. You know where that comes from, right? That sounds like pussy shit. Yeah, it's no. Uh, 
I do. But every time you yeah. say it, I think, yep. but this is wussy stuff from Toxic Adventure. But pushy uh, shit is. Let's push. I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a line. He goes. He goes. Yeah, you have an ad here for game show lovers. And he goes like, game show lovers. He goes. There's, it doesn't say fucking lovers in that ad. He goes lovers. Yeah. He goes. That sounds like pussy <laughs> shit. The guy. <laughs> yeah. No I, lovers. Oh, <laughs> it's driving me crazy. It's a fucking. It's a jerky boys thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Testing for Jeopardy. Have you ever listened to that yeah. one? Testing for and begin. Yeah. Oh, you gotta listen. I wish I could play. That is so good. <laughs> he, he, he starts. He, that's when he has people calling in, and they think that they're testing out for they Jeopardy. Him. Yeah, yes. and, and it's great. And he's and he has the buzzer sound. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you put an answer like that, that Trebek was is liable like liable to to smack your face off or something like that. <laughs> liable to cut the commercial and smack your teeth loose. <laughs> 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 so I love that though. Pussy shit. He goes, he goes, yeah, you have an ad here for game show lovers? And he goes, yeah. wait a minute. Game lovers. lovers. Don't learn that later. It's the fucking word lovers there. He said, that sounds like pussy shit. I love that. That's where they were running out of ideas. I guess they, people, they couldn't call people anymore, so they had people calling into them. It's good stuff. I think it's brilliant. Some that of the, some of the best stuff. Thing. There's another Dude. one. There's another the one that's called the jerky tapes. And these are like, five to ten minute phone calls where they just let it go one of them is just them doing like a kelly who type routine on this flower lady and they keep passing her off to different characters and she's just trying to be she wants to talk to mr scott and every time she goes oh to talk to mr scott you have to talk to mr frank and then they go just keep rerouting her through this thing and it just goes on for like 10 minutes and there's multi versions of it but it was like it was like their sixth album or something like that. I don't think it's sold very well. I've got a copy. It's 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 for the diehard fan. It's fucking hilarious. Oh, I gotta get that. I had the one that's called the Musacha tapes that came out later. That was like a side yeah. thing, but it, you know, Musacha. and the original like cassette. You can't find stuff on the original Jerky Boys cassette from fucking 1991 that was circulated. There's stuff that was never released to the public. On CD or, or anything that was only on that bootleg cassette that I still quote to this day. Some great shit. I but thought that was because they kicked one of the guys out. I heard there's a whole controversy. Like again, what was marketed to us mass was that they they just took uh, Johnny B and Kamal Kamal, and that was the Jerky Boys. But there was a third guy. I thought that was the Mustafa tapes or whatever. And I thought that was the whole thing. And they they just thought he was a little too rough. And maybe not I don't know. clean enough. I thought that was the whole thing about them. But again, my wife should take pictures. That's the one. Do you ever hear when they call the hotel? That fucking thing. We'll fuck you all night. That one. Oh, you got it here. He goes, oh, I hear you like it in the 1990. Uh, anyway. I know. Look at it. That's awesome. I have, you see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, let me get back to the subject of what happened here. Four people had the right answer. Fourteen answers. Fourteen. I don't know how many because you look at it, but Four I put up that picture. Crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> like, see, no, you guys are crazy for not noticing it. See, it, it was as plain as day. That's a Pac-Man ghost. It's fucking crazy. He's talking about the toothpaste picture, everybody. Uh, yeah. I still think it does the look like uh, JPEG's jisms. JPEG. JPEG. <laughs> JPEG, not JPEG. Whatever. JPEG. JPEG. <laughs> yeah, send, send it as a JPEG. J- it's a picture, Car- right? Carly, send me JPEG as a JPEG. 
Right. JPEG. <laughs> oh, fuck. Too bad he'll never hear it. JPEG. Who J-Peg. cares if he hears it? That's the best part of the show. That's true. You're right. <laughs> the best part of the show is that JPEG. Carly will probably tell him anyway. I hope she, I hope she plays in these clips when he comes up, at least. There you go. I don't know. That's what she should do. When when he makes her all red ass on fucking his and hers, because he does it a lot. He fucking busts her butt. <laughs> she gets more and more frustrated. And she gets <laughs> she turns into red ass Carly and she's fucking You know exactly what you're doing, Shadow. Red ass <laughs> Carly. <laughs> yeah. Gets, you know you know that you're red ass and someone gets all agitated, you know? So <laughs> she gets that's what she should show. do. Well, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, people saw that Pac-Man ghost. I didn't prompt him. I put it up. What is it? And you know, most of the that, we didn't have a whole lot, but we got one, two. Like I said, four people out of fucking that's you know a dozen. That's why I question our listenership. <laughs> I really do. I, I mean, something really. To... Yeah, I question I my my ability to show up every week now. <laughs> Okay, you know what I'm gonna do? I have like five thousand people on my regular Facebook. Not well, this for this account for the Dave Z account. I should put it up there and see how many people the percentage are gonna say Pac-Man Ghost. You know where you I... should put it? You should put it to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're probably right. There she blows the jerky tapes. I'll That's try to turn them in MP3s and I'll uh, I'll I'll send them to you. Oh man, I thank you. Yes, yes. The Mufasa, the Mufasa tapes. Musacha, mu, Musacha. That was the, I think Musacha's when he had Mustafa Akkad tapes. Mustafa. Uh, <laughs> hey Michael. <laughs> hey Michael. It's Mike. Is this Michael on the phone? And then there's just silence. Just and it's just that shot from Halloween when he's just. <sighs> oh, that fucking shot. Yes. <laughs> For the whole duration of the CD. Hey, Michael. Oh, fuck. Damn it all. Ah, there was something I had to say, but it it must not have been too. Sorry. No, why are you sorry? That's a fucking funny ass joke. The Moo. Oh, yeah. The Musachi tapes. The guy says, uh, it's that one Chinese laundries on that one. Have you heard Chinese laundry? Yes, and that that's why because I think those ones are a little bit they they go a little rougher. They're not I don't think they're quite as funny. They're a little bit more racially charged. And I think that's why they, they said, you know what, we're just gonna cut this guy out and, and keep the Egyptian magician, which was a smart move. Yeah. <laughs> I do quote that one a lot though, about the fucking Chinese laundry. Because the way she says, the laundry. Every time I'm doing laundry or I talk to my father, that's how I say it. We do the laundry, she says. She's all bugging out. It's so funny because she's so bugged out. He's like fucking saying, I picked up the clothes. Ma'am, they're fucking dirty. He says, the, the best part is at the end. He's like, he goes, yeah, he goes, you'll see me. I'll be the, I'll be the asshole walking across the street with dirty fucking clothes on. He tells her. <laughs> That's fucking hysterical. These clothes are dirty. He does get a little too hardcore because at one point he goes, ah, he goes, take the fucking chopsticks out your ears or something like that. So in this current climate, racism is not funny. So, <laughs> in this current climate. In this current climate. <laughs> it is to unless, unless you're in Alabama where these tapes are flying off the fucking shelves. <laughs> or it is funny to me, though. All, all, even if you're making fun of me, an Italian, I don't give a fuck. 
do you can everything is funny to me and i'll leave it at that to me it's just like what's his name said george Collin. everything should and could be joked about and that's all there is to it and people you know people have different opinions nowadays i i, I get that that's nothing wrong with being sensitive but comedy is still comedy well, just adding on to the jerky boys that the funniest stuff about that is that usually People look at comedy and it's a one and done. It either makes you laugh or it doesn't. But I think some of the best stuff is the stuff that I didn't find. Like, Jerky Boys, the fourth CD is not their best stuff. But there's some fucking great shit on it upon re-listen that I cry laughing because it's so absurd. But the first time I heard it, like the Little Elves one. If you listen to Little Elves, it's about this guy that said he had a, a huge party. The night before, the little elves is a cleaning surface, and he wants him to come. But then he's got like all these cartoon noises about people like bashing him overhead with like a hammer and stuff, and yeah. it, it, it makes no sense. But it's it's comedy genius, and he's laughing during the call, and it's more her being on the phone and staying on the phone, and her reaction to it. It's almost like she knows it's a joke, which initially takes away well why would you do it then it's not funny then it's only funny when they are not in on the joke but for some reason that one works and i don't know why i'm dissecting the jerky boys so much but little elves check it out you're either gonna find it funny or like brandon you're gonna want to just dive and gordon yourself out the window i'm gonna fucking hightail it through the window right now <laughs> hightail it <laughs> gordon style hightail gordon, gordon wagon <laughs> Wagging get the lawnmower the one. Get the lawnmower one. The lawnmower, the chainsaw. That one is fucking great. I, I, if you know that one, and I'll leave it at that. If you can get that, the lawnmower thing when they call in, and the fucking the guy selling fucking a lawnmower and a chainsaw and a log splitter in the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you know that one, see? Yeah, the log splitter. Because I put the uh, lawnmower in the log splitter. You put the what? Yeah, I put that fucking thing in the log splitter. <laughs> uh, no, that's a different one. This is the guy tries to buy them. Yeah. Yeah, and he goes, if I didn't know any, but I'd say you was a regular jackass. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. That's great. Okay. I like I like him too. Uh, big old badass Bob the Cattle Rustler. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, God, no damn it, woman, you listening to me? Stop yelling at me. I'm a good man. Holy fuck. God damn it, woman, you listening to me? That's just great. Of course, it's not for everybody, but it's funny. I saw the other day and it said what comedies or comedians that you grew up with are you embarrassed to say that that you like this day and age somebody put something up and i didn't respond but i saw someone else say what i would have said i'm not embarrassed about any of it it's still funny to me you know what i mean but well i guess I dice fishing. dice keeps reinventing himself because i think dice uh a lot of people, of course, would say he's misogynist and whatever, but they obviously they don't get the joke because it's so fucking extreme that you can't take it seriously unless right. you're trying. You had somebody like you know you're you're trying to use him as uh, the the poster boy for your cause. Here's what I don't understand about like this: the, the whole climate is that how the fuck is gangster rap? Not being attacked and shit like that. That was the stuff back when it first started off. But everybody was so uptight about saying the way they talk about his women, about women is bullshit. They're calling them bitches. They're talking about like sex objects. They say this, they say that. I have a feeling this still goes on in the fucking rap world. Yet they never seem to be under fire. Isn't that strange? I was thinking about this. How come you hear about movies and, and stuff from the past and everything else and everything's under fire. But nobody talks about gangster rap or rappers. Weird, isn't it? They did. I think it's just that now but it's now, become. Michael. Yeah. 
Think about I, it. I have, I have a theory, but I'm not going to clean up the, the current climate of rappers now. The garbage that's out today. It they is gotta worry about They got to worry about that garbage before they go back to the old school and start dissecting that. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is the stuff that's out now even. Don't they still do that? I don't listen to it anymore, but I assume that there's You can't understand what anyone's saying anymore, so they could be talking about, you know, smacking <sighs> bitches and killing hoes, but they're, they're mumble rappers. You remember, like, was it Schooly D? Pussy ain't nothing but meat on a bone. You fuck it, you suck it, then you leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Yeah, pussy ain't nothing. Yeah, schooly D, absolutely. Yep. Uh, that was song. a school I went to, schooly D. Fuck yeah, man, schooly and D. And I failed. Absolutely. Uh, so you never, made it to, you never made it to Cooley High. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Straight from the <laughs> of Cooley High. You were dead like, there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, fuck. Schooly D. Yeah, I, I, I love Schooly D. You know, he. I don't know if you guys watched Aqua Teen Hunger Force at all. Did you? No. no. I know what it is, oh. but I, I never watched yeah. it. Oh, it's fucking amazing. Well, I know that's what it is, too. What? <laughs> you know what? That's something. I like, I know what it is, too. <laughs> Do? Do. Anyway. Yes, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have any notes about this show outside of what we... Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. Christmas. Fucking mental case over there. I don't think I have any notes. Oh, wait. Ah! <laughs> I, I remembered something that was funny. I didn't use it when I should have. I, I was going to sing that everybody that, you know, looked at my toothbrush and, and saw what they saw, they must have Pac-Man fever, Pac-Man fever. You know? I, I wish you didn't add that. The joke had lost now. It, it's yeah. too late. I should have used it earlier. I don't know if the joke was ever really there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just trying to make C-pop for Pac-Man fever. I, love Pac I do like Pac-Man It's K-pop. It's C-pap. C-pap. C-pap Man, <laughs> I don't even know what these things are CPAP and K pop, but I know they exist. One's a machine, is, isn't it? K pop is Korean pop music, CPAP is a machine to help you breathe at night for those who okay. like stop breathing at night. Okay, I would right. I just to add on to your discussion <laughs> earlier to, to get us off this fucking tirade of, 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 of whatever the uh the response to the the gangster rap. So they came up with the movie, I don't know now. It, I, time is frozen. I don't know if it's three, four years ago, straight out of Compton, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, they, they recreate, and that was a big hit. It was, I liked that movie. It was a great movie, but let's be honest. They, they, they sugarcoated a lot of things and they, they sweetened it up Everybody. a little bit to make sure to, to make it a little bit more mainstream, right? Like they were, they, it, it was, a, it was a great movie, but I'm pretty sure that they were uh, very hated at the time. What are you talking about? Who was hated? NWA. Except, by fans. Not Hulk Hogan. Oh, not Hulk Hogan either. That's NWA. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, but NWA, they showed people protesting, but they still had all their fans. It's an accurate thing. They still sold out arenas and whatnot. They were huge. Oh, they, they they were huge, but I think they were, they were bigger because of stuff they didn't get into in the movie. And I, I again, I, I don't really, I guess we don't want to deep dive into it right now, but I think there was a whole white culture factor that they, that they, they ignored in the film as well of why they became so popular within like, uh, you know, suburban white neighborhoods as well and everything else. Cause and that, 
No, 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 I'm sorry. Because they were the first to have that many curse words in fucking that short a time on any song. Because I can tell you from experience how, how it happened. I remember the first time hearing, you hear a swear word now and again. I remember hearing two live crew before, the early days, before they, they got really infamous. For, yeah, before um, it was just the whole album. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, right. So they would have a couple dirty songs. And I remember uh, We Want Some Pussy was, was the, the first track on, or the second track on their first album. And, you know, they, they were talking about pussy there, and obviously, and nibble on my dick like a rat does cheese. I remember hearing that the first time with headphones and where I was. And, I think and Paul McCartney wrote that lyric. <laughs> <laughs> and, being shot. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ice T came out. Yeah. And he was like the first real gangster rapper from L.A. And I remember first hearing about him. He had oh, an in Thrasher, Thrasher magazine, which was a, a, what do you call it, a, a skateboard magazine. And yeah. it was an album, which was coming out soon, Ryan Pays. And that was 86 or 87, whatever it was. So that came out. And then there was, yes, there was some, there was a couple MFs in there. And then you'd hear an MF now and again. Run DMC dropped one. LL Cool J dropped one. You would hear them. And then Easy e Solo actually came out. Before NWA, and that was starting to take. Easy the does it, I, or Easy it, does it? Yeah, that's a yeah. great album. But that's yeah, with Boys in the Hood released, huh? That's with Boys in the Hood, his version, Boys in the Hood. Yes, that yeah, that, that that's a great, that's a great track. Like, I, mean, I, thought that I, was on, I thought that was on Easy Peasy. <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I love or nice and easy. Did he do Easy Peasy and then follow it up with Lemon Squeezy? Yep. <laughs> Yeah, it's the same same guy. My dad, oh, always, yeah. <laughs> my dad always says that line from Shawshank Redemption: "Easy peasy, Japanesey." Because that's what the guy says in the movie. Yeah, He's yeah. been saying it for fucking years. So anyway, um, NWA. So now when that out, now I, I I heard of NWA because Easy kept referencing them on his Easy Does It. And we're like, okay, what's this? Another album came out, NWA and the Posse, but it came out a little later, and it was different different type stuff. But when Straight Outta Compton dropped. I remember taking it home and putting it in my fucking tape deck and sitting in my bedroom with my friends and listening to it and my fucking jaw dropping at fucking how many MFs and F-bombs were coming out in, in, in this short of a time in a, in a, you know, a three-minute song. I, I just remember being flabbergasted by it, but oh, wow. This is a whole yeah. new level. Oh, I remember having Benny. And- oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> but that's he, what I think it is. They took it, to the next, yeah. they took it to the next level. Guys, they, are your jaws dropped? You said motherfucker 30 times. NWA was my favorite airline at the time. <laughs> straight, out of co- straight out of cockpit. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> Straight out of God. I like how white C sound when he says they came out with the movie just a few years ago. I um straight out of Compton. He said <laughs> it was great. Not straight out Perfect. of Compton. <laughs> well, straight out of Compton. Where, where like I was going with it is, I I feel like they sugarcoated that thing so much to make it mainstream appeal. Like uh, just like their albums were raw. I love their like I, I liked a lot of their stuff. I actually was a bigger um. Easy E solo fan and Ice T fan than I was straight up NWA, but I did like a lot of NWA. I owned two of their albums anyway. I didn't even now, know how you, many albums they you have. Big fan of the HIV That's all they really have. Automobile that that was like their second album or whatever. Sorry, what were you I saying? Said, were there? you a big fan of the HIV Easy E or pre HIV? <laughs> I don't. I don't. He probably had it. Uh, oh. 
a touch of the hiv anyway the uh <laughs> you know how we say they don't make movies like that anymore well did you guys watch the dirt if you haven't about motley crew yeah about motley crew yeah it was good yeah i've watched that movie like four times now i'm shocked that movie came out when it did because that i feel like that movie does a lot of the things that you would expect well i mean it's the, it is a lot of the stuff in the book and they even sugarcoated that too they took a lot of stuff out to make them at least likable or somewhat likable because they were crazy and you most likely wouldn't want to watch a movie about what they were really doing all the time but i think they, they at least allude to a lot of the craziness there but from a misogyny standpoint you're talking about gangster rap being like why is it not being targeted i'm surprised that movie came out on netflix with very little like hate attached to it because it's a, a movie that probably we wouldn't see being made People were more mad at that time about Ja Rule and Fire Island or whatever, the Fire Fest. <laughs> Not you see that Island. documentary? That documentary is actually pretty yeah. interesting. About oh, it is a good documentary, thing. but people are more yeah. mad about Ja Rule being involved with that than they were Probably. about Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Well, yeah, NWA. <laughs> NWA just had, they had the one album, they had Straight Outta Compton, then they had the mix, NWA and the Posse, which was earlier versions of the stuff that was on uh, Straight Outta Compton and a couple other things sprinkled in from people that they hung out with. Then they had an EP, that's when Ice Cube left, and they had an EP just called 100 Miles and Running. Then their second al- official album was um, E. Full Fazagan, Niggas for Life. Yes, that yeah, was, that, that's the that one. That the end I, of it. Yeah, and that yeah, was, that was the, the end of it. So I had I had Straight Outta Compton in that one. I didn't have the other, the other two. That one you was... Yeah, and that I mean, I remember thinking it was funny, but I didn't really take them seriously because I just thought it was like it was like joke songs. The second almost. half, the second like, half of that album is a lot of sex stuff, where the first yeah. half was more straight gangsterism. Yeah, they went a little bit more. There was a little more jokey stuff in the second half, but again, here's the reason why: Ice Cube was the main lyricist. Okay, he wrote a lot of the lyrics. Ice Cube split after Straight Outta Compton. So these guys started writing their own stuff and they just didn't, you know, they, they couldn't write a full album just full of straight up gangster stuff. And I think they just joked on. But here's the weird thing. And then Dre moves on to do his chronic and then he comes out with an amazing fucking thing. So, but again, I remember when Dre's album first dropped, it took me by total sorting cubes. Kid came back from the store one day and was like, look at this, Ice Cube. And I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't even know he left the band. Because, see, that was the Age of Innocence back then. We didn't know every fucking thing that happened. happened. We didn't know that Ice Cube split on fucking NWA. So we saw this thing. Ice Cube's got a solo tape. Okay. We got him listening. We loved it. Didn't mention NWA once and didn't diss him. So, okay, whatever. Interesting. And then... um, The shitty part of that is I I had a can of Coke. I put it in a thing and I I stick it in his fucking cassette tape in here. Shit's not making my drink colder. Fucking ice. Good night, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking just hightail it. Fucking straight straight through a fucking shard of glass, please. (laughs) A shard of day was warm for weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then the same thing happened when Ren came out with that album, but it was under Ruthless Records, and it was the production with Dre still. It was a good album. It was an EP, actually, Kiss oh, My Ren. Black Head. The other so guy. anyway, the that Ren. came out. He's fucking awesome, Ren. See, this is the here's the weird thing. When Dre came out with the solo album, The Chronic, the first time we saw that, my friend saw that at the store, same thing, came back, goes, look at this. There's, there's a Dr. Dre solo album. First thing I thought is, wow, Dr. Dre isn't that fucking... He was not that accomplished a rapper to be having a solo album, I'm thinking. He was always like the third guy on the track. He was a doctor. And, and, and he's a doctor. He's yeah. a producer, yes. He was a podiatrist, <laughs> I think. You know? <laughs> so we saw this album, and, it's, and it was called 
in Bud We Trust. It wasn't even called the Chronic. I don't know how many people know this, but the first when the, the early press or, or came out, I thought it was it called in Bud, I thought it was called in Bud We Chud. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the same thing happened with Dre. I was surprised to see that he went solo. And then he, he was smart enough to bring Snoop on board, and then he, he took off even more. But it's so weird to look back on it all. Cause it's and then weird. the other guy came out with an album. Well, they were. Well, they they, I remember they were always, and that's exactly why they catapulted, I think, to to super popularity, is the just sheer amount of, of vulgarity in the lyrics. And I'm not trying to diminish the, the good shit that they wrote as well, but that's right. what got them... Like to where they like again into the, into the mainstream market, and again no uh, no publicity is bad publicity because there's such a shitstorm on them. I think it just put a nice big spotlight. It's like thank you. And when did when did <clears throat> excuse me right. when did Ren uh, at what point they didn't cover this in the movie when they split up? When did Ren meet up with Stimpy? <laughs> See, there's so many things left out of that fucking movie. Yeah, that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Where I was going with it is, I think I like I like biopics. I was really talking about the movie fact, not the whole fucking history of the band. But I feel like they should have put it that there. And I don't remember a big outcry or an outrage about them, considering it was about gangster rap and their upbringings. Was there an outcry when that movie came out? I don't believe so. Maybe there was. No, I don't of believe course it. not. When the movie no, came out four I'm years saying. ago? Four years ago? There was no... You know what you're saying? Yeah. No. Well, that's what... I mean, that's what the point was that... Uh, he's like, why... Like, Dave that's says, why saying. is there not a big, a big like, backlash against gangster rap? And well, I'm I like, well, that's... Answer. I have a theory, but I'm not going to talk about it because it's a political thing. But I have a feeling, you know... But I, I definitely have a theory. I think I'm not even going to say it because I don't want to just turn, turn into that. But I oh, think there's a you reason. You think because of Trump saying you could grab the world by the pussy, everything's opened up and okay to do? No. Grab the world by the pussy was MC Ren's second album. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's Ice Cappuccino's uh, new album coming out. Oh, God. I'm because gonna, that, I'm that, just going to hightail it out of here. Yeah. <laughs> because Trump's the group that has a people things like that usually is aligned with a, a lot of people from their club and they don't want to alienate them. Uh, uh, you could, that's as, that's as simple as I could put it without getting controversial about it. They're usually on their side in many other topics. So they don't want to turn around and say, Hey, this type of music from this type of people is bad because that might cause a rift in their fucking, their plan. So anyway, it's just odd to me. But Two Life Crew is a whole other story. And that much of the PMRC. And speaking of that, B, and I'm taking it back to Hulu. Have you been watching American Horror Stories? Because they actually did a thing about Chipper Gore and having that thing going on. They played it yeah. well. Did you see no, it? No, I, have, I haven't seen it. Oh, dude, all these fucking 2021s you're watching, you are missing out on fucking... Ryan Murphy can do no wrong. I will say it again. I am loving American Horror Stories. And oh. not, not, not every show is a fucking knockout the park. Part one and two takes you back to Murder House. Uh, it's so, the, you know, it's, it's just the, the first two. The third one is about um, a haunted, not a haunted, but a drive-in, like watching a movie that makes people go crazy and kill each other, whatever that stuff is now, called. what are they, solo episodes? Yes, except, like I said, the first two. Was, first two are connected. But but, but they're solo, ep they're so fucking brilliant in that, you know how, how they do with the intros on American Horror Story, the opening yeah. credits roll. Each one has their own individual one for the fucking pertaining to what's going on that show. They are so fucking, I'm having a blast with them. And then they, they just had the, the latest one they did, 
Well, not the latest. There's been one since about uh, pregnancy. That was good, too. But there was another one before that that was, in my opinion, it's one of the people that say you can't make a good Christmas slasher anymore. I'm more willing to probably watch that when Christmas time comes this year than, than the newer Christmas slashers, which I've been okay with. I liked Red Christmas, and I liked um, the other one. What, what's the... Sorry, the, the, He's I, watching the damn movies. jerky. No, the damn jerky boys thing is playing in the oh, background. I don't know. I don't know how to stop it. Amazing! Is it going to show up on the show? Are we talking over the jerky boys? I don't know boys? if you can hear it. No. Are they talking over us? Well, you never know. I mean, <laughs> wait, American Horror Stories. I thought that was on Netflix. No. No, no, no Hulu. Hulu. That's Hulu. the only reason I'm watching Hulu. Oh, okay. Yes. It is on yep. Netflix too, though. Now, the new episode. No. Uh, uh, well, it's on one of those. It's on Prime or Netflix because um, the 1984 season's out, not the new one. Just That's the show. That's different. Yeah, he's talking about the, talking the, about new, th- I was the a, new thing, yeah. the American Horror Stories. Stories, mm. plural. But I'll yeah. tell you what. I have a feeling that this was supposed to come out when I, – I, this is my theory, and and I, I think it makes sense. They were supposed – I don't think that they were planning on being able to have an American Horror Story season with COVID. So I think this was originally going to replace it, and this is why I'm going to tell you this. Because the second episode – they usually start in September, right? Or late August, yeah. whatever. Okay. The second ep- episode on Murder House Part Two, whatever it's called. It's not called that, but I'm just going to say that. Uh, the second episode on Murder House took place on Halloween. You know, they always have a Halloween fucking related episode and they're always great. So if this would have started at that time, that would have been then. Then another episode that followed two later was a Christmas episode. Maybe I'm thinking too deeply into it, but it seems like. You know what I mean? It could be playing into that, that they were just going to release these around those times. It seems I don't like know. Pl- it seems like you're playing too deeply into it. Maybe, but <laughs> Halloween and then Christmas a couple episodes later, you know? See, what the hell are you doing? Nothing. My okay. cat just scared the shit out of me. Show me its butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ask you guys something. Um, it, talking. I, I, I think this would be fun in, in the time we have here. I think that if we're going to do, because you guys started saying that there's going to be another uh, another possible summer sausage thing next year, oh, and you yeah. guys are entertaining the the Hellraiser flan- uh, franchise as being one of the two, because we would only have to take it from um, the fourth movie on, right? Okay. So now, how many movies are are there? Because I was did trying we really to- do Hell on Earth? I thought we just did we talk? Was- I think we just we alluded to yeah. that one. We did. Uh, I think we did. It's it. called did. the Hellraiser trilogy show. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was all three. Yes. So let me let's see how many movies in Hellraiser because I'm trying to find something to pair with, and I thought it'd be fun to look. I think we alluded to you being on that show. To me being on the show, Christian, because he doesn't remember. Oh, <laughs> I'll think about it. Hellraiser is I'll a franchise. <laughs> It says 10 films, so hold on a minute here. So Let's seven. See. So let me make sure that these people are right. Again, we have, we're going by the wick. I want to look and point, see now. By that one, point, two. another one might be out, right? Okay, so seven. But check it. here: Bloodline, Inferno, Hellseeker, Debtor, Hellworld, Revelations, Judgment. How many is that? Seven. What, seven? About Heather? what about Heather? Hellraiser Heather? We're making our own with Heather. Heather. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, header. Oh, yeah, that is her header. I keep forgetting to use that. Yeah, debtor, debtor, debtor and header. header. Debtor and header. <laughs> what the fuck? Is, so I thought seven. one was called Debtor and one was called Dead World, but it's uh, it's Debtor and Hell World. Don't you think Dead World would have been better? I don't know. 
I don't. Maybe not. I don't know. So seven <laughs> movies. But okay. So it's either going to be seven movies or eight. But we don't know yet because when this new Hellraiser is coming out, by the way, it's going to be on Hulu. We don't know when it's coming out. So it Kelly may or may Hulu. not be out. Kelly Hulu. Yes. It may or may not be out by next summer, the new Hellraiser movie. So we have to try to find movies that have seven in the franchise or eight. I didn't do it. I, I typed it in. Seven and eight franchises. Aww. What? What happened? My thing died for no reason. Hold on. My microphone. The microphone fiend. Not my microphone, my AirPod. My whatever the fuck. So you got to go hardwired to self-destruct? Hardwired to self-destruct. No, hold on a minute here. Let's see. Let me try this one. And if not, I'll just plug the things in. That's okay. It's not the end of the world, jerky. Why was there just a rate of jerky in there? Well, because my father once said that to some guy driving. He didn't say jerky, though. He said, he said, donkey. Donkey. Not donkey. Donkey, because that's how he would always say it. Donkey. <laughs> some, some guy got mad at my father driving, and my father, for doing being too slow or not making a turn or something, and he says, he held at him. <laughs> we were kids, and he goes, it's not the end of the world, donkey. <laughs> <laughs> donkey. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> oh, fuck. It's just funny, Donkey. You guys you guys know anyone that says Donkey or no? Donkey Fresh. Yeah, no, I don't know anybody that says Donkey. Uh, I'm plugging I know that we gotta, we've got to start getting into these movies, but... No, we don't. Do we? Okay, we we're okay. We got a Scream Factory out. announced Killer Party and Deadly Friend. Uh, people yeah. are going fucking through the roofs. I get it. Killer Party... Killer Party has got, got a good. Blue. Yeah, um, Deadly Friend. I get it. There are some. There are some fans of Deadly Friend. I I can't see that movie uh, other than anywhere. Like I'll watch it, but I watch it for a fucking laugh. Like yeah. I don't think it's a good movie at all. I listen to the okay. show for that reason. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that's fine. But that fucking I can't take that movie seriously. Um, and, uh, like I, I made that joke about there being a new audio commentary from, from Wes Craven in one of the chats and whatever. And fucking Don, Don with, with like comes out and goes, Oh, maybe it was pre-recorded. I'm like, well, f- thanks for killing my fucking bad joke. And just like, like extinguishing it into the ground. Like, I mean, I can't believe it. And then J- JPEG fucking, uh, Doubled down I on know. it and said, "Yeah, maybe it was recorded earlier." Before I'm like, "It was a bad fucking joke because he's dead." It was a great joke. <laughs> you get it? It was I a good it. joke. Just people aren't used to Christian saying anything funny, so they took him seriously. That was the problem. There. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't listen to the show. That's, That's what the, the problem, problem was. Yeah, yeah. They listen to the show. He's always cracking wise. We know this, but. I guess that's the problem with text, and that's the problem with shit like that is you can't always tell. No, that's the problem with fucking fresh cuts. You can't fucking make a uh, joke in fresh cuts chat. You can't. You can't do it. I've done it too. People just fucking to... ignore me. I'm, I, I think I'm, I get ghosted. I'm Bruce Willis at the end of the Sixth Sense. That's right. <laughs> Michael Jordan goes, that's what you want to contribute to this chat after like silence for two weeks? I'm like, hey, be happy I'm fucking here. <laughs> That's right. I try to I leave. I try to leave 15,000 times. I keep getting re-added back in. <laughs> Don't even get me started on that topic. And it works. That's the worst part is it works. That being intrusive on people works instead of being nice. Like, you know, like Heather, 
is still in the Fresh Cuts chat because she says he keeps adding her. Meanwhile, she left our <laughs> nice fucking chat. Didn't I said, listen, it was during it was during the election. Somebody was coming in there and, and, and saying something. And there was but a couple of serious, whatever it was, she got a little bit uncomfortable with some of the discussion, didn't want to partake in it and said, and it was nice enough to say, I want you to know that I'm going to leave the chat for a while. This said, oh, that's cool. And she kind of explained why. Uh, that's cool. But if I would have been an asshole and kept re-adding her, she would have stayed. So if Mike can be an asshole, this is the problem. Our Being intrusive guest. is better in life than fucking being a nice guy. It's true. Let's bring Mike be- back on and review Green Room again. <laughs> All I know is nice guys finish last. That, that is a fucking fact. Hey, and I am proof of that. Look at my life. No, yeah, tell the cracker well, maybe... that one. <laughs> Sorry, the cracker. Okay, yeah, cracker. the circle jerk. I, I, I came first. I didn't want to eat the cracker. <laughs> the cracker. Just, uh, I'm not even looking well, at Brandon's B... face. <laughs> B, you gotta let up a little. You gotta let up a little on on the anti-trailer talk or the trailer talk and the other. What? Thing. Now you're taking me seriously on the anti-trailer talk because of Eric Webster? I just said, I'm not saying I'm taking you seriously. I'm just saying you gotta let up. You gotta let up a little because all of a sudden you're coming off like a heel, and not every just like he said. Christian said it's a joke when he came said his thing in the Fresh Cuts chat. It wasn't taken as a joke. It's the same thing with you. People are starting to see this that oh, this B maybe isn't such a nice guy after all. He's oh, really you know what though? That just helped right. me decide who I never want to talk to again. People <laughs> who can't take a joke, I'm like, oh, that fucking prick. Fuck him. Yeah. That's fair. Cause like, like Eric Eric Weston just took a nice selfie of himself. Did you see that big dick cloud? I was like, nice <laughs> selfie. <laughs> I actually wrote nice selfie. He's like, oh, you yeah. think I'm a cloud? I was like, I was gonna respond. I'm like, no, he thinks you're a dick. But then I'm like, I don't <laughs> yeah, want to. Like, I, I I thought it was obvious. <laughs> I'm not even mad at Eric Webster for yelling at me. I'm mad at him for not being funny while yelling at me. Like, you can't come on exploding heads and not be funny. Or at least well, we think we're funny. I guess you'll have to answer to that when he... Why did I just draw a dick? Damn it. He drew a dick because he was talking about a dick. It's that easy, huh? Well, is it a good drawing, at least? We should do no, a skit in one of our movies where Eric Webster comes to, like, a carnival, and we're doing caricatures, and all we draw is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Eric. He's, he's going to answer to this when he comes on the show. Well, he'll answer to it probably before that. If you'll be it, on the like, show. I'm not going to yeah. fucking roast him on the show. We're going to make him... Gonna have pickles on the show. Yeah. We should have a roast show. We should have one episode, one of our bullshit episodes, and we just bring all random people and roast them. And and of course, not to say that we're, we can't be roasted as well. We should be roasted. I don't fun? know enough about what anyone. What am I gonna be like? Hey, oh, Kuno, what an asshole! Makata, roasted, What are you two? JPEG. You tiny asshole. Roasted. Yeah. Next. Eric Webster, you non-trailer watching asshole. <laughs> like, everyone's just an asshole, but whatever they do. <laughs> that, that'd be the, yeah, be the best little spit on it. You non-trailer watching asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Okay. Man, I... That's the best. Maybe we should be roasted instead. That's it is kind of funny, though. It would be an episode. Hey, what's the movie I'm doing? Malignant. Malignant. Fuck. I really want to look it up, but I'm not going to. I'm really not. Don't do anything. I'm not. You don't have to wait long, at least. That's great. Now I'm really excited to to, to hear this. How weird. Less than a month away and a James Wan movie hasn't been advertised? I know. That's that's strange. 
Yeah, I was maybe, a little surprised by it too. I honestly thought that it was going to be from just like, you know, Wishmaster or something like that. Wes Craven presents. And it's like, yeah, he executive produced and sat in on like one meeting right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wishma- yeah, sounds good. Sounds fucking good. It was a Wes Craven presents. Oh, Wishmaster. maybe this was maybe this was before yeah. he passed. Not, not this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wes Craven presents from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> Donald Duck Beyond the Grave. Beyond the Grave. Thank you. Beyond the Grave? No, that, 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 that would just be that's the title. Wes Craven presents from Beyond the Grave. And then you're like, wow, that's horrible. But it's that's the actual movie. <laughs> and then another movie could be called Digging Up Romero. I think it's the best fucking title for something. That should be a documentary. No question. Picking up, up Romero. And they yeah. only discuss the fucking living dead film because it's people coming back to life. So digging up. You know what I mean? Wouldn't and it's like Geraldo's bit... safe or whatever. There's nothing in there when they open it up. <laughs> and Geraldo's the one that fucking Geraldo's does the... Safe. Yeah. yeah. We all want to know what's in Geraldo's safe. Al, Cap- Al Capone's safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Geraldo's. Yeah, I know. He didn't even get what we were... Making fun of it first. He's like, yeah, Geraldo's safe. <laughs> That's what we should do. If Geraldo dies, we should go open up his safe. Yeah, say, well, should... Good no, for the goose. Even better, even better, we should have an Al Capone. We should have Al Capone <laughs> opening up Geraldo's safe. Yeah. yeah, I'll dress up as Al Capone. There's nothing in here either, see? There's nothing to see, <laughs> see? Turn about his fan flame. That's just that Man. she did not get it for like five yeah, minutes. He's like, yeah, Geraldo's safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's comedy gold because none of that was pre-planned, thought out. You can't fuck up like that. You're right. Naturally. But you, everybody knew what I was talking about. Even if though yeah, it wasn't Geraldo safe, because it was fucking Geraldo, and he made everybody watch. I would rather see them open up Gerardo's safe. That'd be a lot more interesting <laughs> to me. <laughs> Remember Gerardo? Was he Ricardo Suave? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know if Gerardo ever did anything with Geraldo. If not, that, that should we should make that happen. You know, Geraldo meets Gerardo. An interview show. <laughs> about twenty years too late. <laughs> That's why, though. That's why it's perfect. Everything old. This is this. Everything these days is about fucking. You know, things from the nineties. There's, no, there's no uprising about Rico Suave. There's no uprising about gangster nobody rap. And can Rico understand Suave. what he's saying. No one understands what he's saying. Remember that song? I am raw like sushi. I know he says that. My only addiction has to do with the females. I eat them raw like sushi. <laughs> so, I, I don't know that. what happened, but I all of a sudden, I'm too sexy for my shirt. Popped in my head one day. I'm like, what the hell ever happened to Right Said Fred? They're still yeah. fucking together. And, nice. And they're anti-vaxxers and anti-mask wearers. And they are, that's all they do. They do that more than music, it seems. They talk yeah, they about people being I, afraid and whatever. they come out with, I'm, I'm like, too sexy for my mask? My, they should. <laughs> <laughs> because I go, you made one fan. stupid song way back when that somehow connected with society. And you were a joke. You're not musicians. You're a joke to the world. Like, he's, does anybody listen angry. to Right Said? Did anybody own that album? Did you own that album, Dave? Please tell me you didn't know. No, of course. The album. I didn't even know it was an album. I I, I didn't even buy the signal because you heard it every fucking two minutes. 
There's I no telling. I hear right that song with Rico The fact Suave. that I even know that name, it, it makes me angry. Wait, oh, is Rico Suave me... a song or a person? Rico, Rico Suave is a song. Yeah, by Rico Suave. No, <laughs> by, by Gerardo. But oh, he said, Gerardo. I hear Gerardo is uh, touring with Right Said Fred. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's That's how you do it. Like a tour People like that consider- with all those bands. Sorry, they should get right said, they should get right said Fred to do a remake of Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead Fred. Sorry, well, that's, right Fred. Actually, that's actually what uh, one of the previews looked like. Uh, but I won't talk about it because it might be... Looks like Right Said Fred doing Boiler. Drop Dead Fred. Now I got There's so many previews this. right now, though. There's like a, a horror... Like, Carrie turns to me and goes, that just seems like a horror remake of uh, Right Said Fred. Or, not Right Said Fred. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Yeah. I'm fucking out of here. I tell it out of here. <laughs> a horror remake of Right Said Fred. <laughs> Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> and this one, they take that's the shirts actually, off. That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I've never that. seen Drop Dead Fred. Drop Dead yeah. Fred's a fun movie. One of these so, days. anyway. Yeah, if uh, that would be what they would need to do. They'd have to do a tour with Right Said Fred, Vanilla Ice, um, I give Vanilla Ice more credit than Right Said Fred, though. Way more credit. Oh, yeah. Come on. Ice yeah. was good. So I actually yeah, liked man. him, and then he tried to reinvent himself. That, that album, if there's a documentary I watched, that album was still selling strong like a few years ago. Like if you actually, because no one talks about album sales anymore, but if you actually like Googled it or looked yeah. at it, supposedly had really strong sales. The guy's still living off of that album, which is great. I, I mean, hey, I, I know, you know, it's still like Queen's like, under pressure, Dave, David Bowie and Queens, like, ding, 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 ding. but I mean, they were doing a lot of sampling. Man. <laughs> they were doing a lot of sampling, but oh yeah, that would tons. be a tour that I could see people going to. Not me. You know what they do? You know what they do? That. Way too much sampling. Costco. Way too much sampling going on at Costco. <laughs> do they? Everybody's really? sampling at Costco. Yeah. No shit. They they hand out samples at Costco. Yeah. You didn't know that. I haven't been to Costco in fucking. I, the only time I ever went there was when I got a free um, sample membership card for one at a job. <laughs> People go there for lunch. They just keep hitting up the samples in different disguises. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. No. Ooh. And then, like, have... would you like to take this? No. I don't want to take <laughs> the, the fucking samples in front of you, stupid. I don't want to take the food. <laughs> what am I going to do with a six hundred count box of egg rolls? I don't want six hundred egg rolls. I just want. But I want. One I want these five that my hands are on right now. <laughs> Thank you. That's the way to do my it. My family's right? just around the corner. I'm bringing five to them. <laughs> yeah. And you go around there and eat them all by yourself. And I love when you walk up to them like you're like, oh, like you act all surprised like there's fucking food. <laughs> right. Oh, of oh, oh, what, what, what are these? Yoink! Fuck you and you run. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like that yoink. Everyone does that too. They're like, what? What? Yeah. What? Well, I stumble across. Are these? Are, yeah, like, yeah. Really? Like, I'm standing, like, you know, in their head, they're like, just yeah. take the fucking food, asshole. <laughs> like, what is this concept that you guys have created that I'm just discovering for the first time? Yeah. We, we, can, we, can, we can eat we can these? We I can try it before we really? buy it? Yeah. Huh? Wow. I'll, I'll just take this whole fucking tray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you I run for you. the hills. Oh, I got I to gotta tell you guys. My nephew slept over a few nights ago. And uh, he's finally, I think he's got the horror bug officially now. Nice. Because he was like, I want to watch it. Teach him not to watch trailers now, okay? 
<laughs> he's not a trailer watcher. In fact, yes. this was only this was going to be his fourth horror movie. He's like, I want to watch it. I'm like, which nice. one do you want to watch? You want to watch the original? You want to watch the new one? The original. So we went. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what? Shut For you, you're you're 13. We're gonna go. We're gonna go with the new one. Right. Okay. Scared him shitless. Nice. He had a blast with it, man. Awesome. He had nice. such a blast. The next morning. When we woke up, he comes into he comes into my room. He's doing his Pennywise voice. You know, he's asking me if I want my boat back and stuff like that. He's like, "Can we watch part two? I was like, "He's gonna sleep over again before he goes uh, goes home." I was like, Sweet. "Let's save it. Let's save it for when you sleep over again." He's like, "No, nah, can we watch it now?" I'm like it's three hours. The second one's very long. I'm like, "Fine, let's I'm like I'm like let's go down and watch it." I think he liked the second one even more. I'm glad wow. you didn't. Try, and again, I'm gonna get a lot of hate wow. for. This. I'm glad you didn't show him the other one because he would have been asleep in fucking 10 minutes with, yeah, with the yeah, original honestly, 1991. I'm sorry. I, it's I, not... like the, I like the original, but these yeah. it, it chapter one and two, watching them again, this is like my third time probably seeing them, maybe fourth. They're fucking phenomenal, both of them. They yeah, really solid. are. They yeah. get better every single time I watch them. I actually get emotional watching them, and I, I'm dead inside. <laughs> but he had a blast, and he's like, what can we watch next? He wants to watch. I told him he, he wants to watch Nightmare on Elm Street. My neighbor's daughter, who's 12, she wants him to watch The Ring. So he got the, they're getting into – they're starting to really get into it. Awesome, she's 12 dude. already with The Ring, this one. You're trying to – that the uh, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street series is a good one, too, because I find that those ones have uh, definitely with the more uh, – well, the first one's scary as shit, but then, and then the second one still retains the scares – when you're younger, and then yeah. the fantasy element, I think, keeps them inter- interested uh, for the rest. I told you my kids ended up liking some of the ones that I think are the weakest of the series. If you remember correctly, I think I said on the show that they actually thought they... Part- it pains me to say, but that Freddy's dead was one of the standouts <laughs> for them. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? what? It's like my it. least favorite one. Well, I saw that in the theaters, and I had a great experience, but I was what 10 when that came out so like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm putting on the 3d glasses and stuff like that that was that was like it was a great experience but watching the movie now the movie's garbage but at the I time Freddie's dead. I, I was done after four and the funny thing is so was francesca she watched one two three and four yeah. and after four when i said do you want to watch five her question to me was is it going to be more is it going to be more with those things and they're going to have like comedy and stuff like that and it, she asked me and I said, yeah. And she goes, nah, I'm, I'm not really into it. She said, I'm good. So I'm good. Even she, even she felt the same thing I felt at her age at the theater. And that's the thing. I was saying something in a chat the other day. And I was saying, you know what? Um, I haven't subtracted anything. Like, I keep adding on to things that I'll watch or, or that I'm into. Everything I liked when I was a kid, I still like now. Other people, they subtract things from their childhood and replace them with other things. Yeah. Me... Everything I felt as a kid, I still am into, and I still feel the same way now. Like, I didn't like Nightmare 4 when I was a kid, even. I don't like it now. No, like, nothing has, has changed about me. Like, I've always been, like, the same person. It's weird. Like, everything I... But I'm still in everything I was into. All the music, all the movies, I still will watch and listen to them uh, on the regular. See, that's I weird. I'll still, I'll still watch the movies, but I can recognize now that they're bad. Like, the, the ones in particular, the late Freddy's... Yeah, you know, I knew they were bad. Fuck, that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, see, see I was, but I, yeah. I did. I, I, I was like Brandon. And they scared I, me. They scared I, me. 
I don't know if I was scared by them, but I was intrigued by them, and I always would support them. Whether we called ourselves a mark, we never called ourselves a mark back in the day. But I'd go and watch them. I would go and watch them and want to and want them to be good. But then I would realize, like when I saw Freddy's Dead at that point, I was like, no, that was not that great. I saw that. I remember. Why did I see? Why did I see Troll? Like honestly, fifty times as a kid. Like it was always on, and I always because it was accessible. Nineteen eighty-five films. If I look at that list. Like ten of those films, I watched probably a hundred times each as a kid. Because you were at that ripe age like, at that time, and yeah. they were probably on HBO yeah. or One, or whatever. Once bitten, once bitten is part of my childhood. I love. Yeah, I saw it a few times on cable. I like it. You're right. Yeah, but troll, like troll, watching it now, it's like, oh my god, this is so bad. But as a I little just, kid, it's like that's what that's nostalgia. That's what yeah. that's why it's hard. Like if I have to be objective, I've tried to put like take off the nostalgia cap and whatever. And it's it's that it's just part of the fucking experience, and that's what this show is about. If you want, like, if if I guess if you want object, like reviews, like traditional style critiques and reviews, you don't listen to this show because we're gonna bring like there will be a touch of that. We'll 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 talk about that maybe here and there, but ultimately it's the overall experience the film brings to us, and a lot of that. Includes nostalgia from back in the day, which is why Dave may have not changed sure. his rating. I had a great experience seeing Nightmare 4 in the theater, and I've always loved it, and I've always thought it was, uh, yeah, it's gimmicky, but it has all those great effects, and I thought they did a great, yeah. great job with it, with the uh, fantastical, but I do realize that it's it's a far cry from the original in tone and, and whatnot, but I still enjoy watching it. Uh, what I'll do is I, even the, the shit breeder ones that we complain about ad nauseum on this fucking show for the Friday the 13th series. I'll still watch them. I'll still oh, of course put I them will. on. Except yeah. for nine. Except for Jason Goes no, no, to I will put I that will one on. Them. And I still, no, I will that. put that one on. Fuck Adam Marcus. And in speaking of Adam Marcus, we do have <laughs> a good a part of the show today. So listen to this, guys, because we're going to get in the reviews. Yeah. We're going to get in the reviews soon. Um, and John Rhodes was supposed to be on the show, I believe, but it will be on a future episode. But he has an interview that he conducted with Adam Marcus, and he's put together um, a segment that talks about Texas Chainsaw 3D and, and Adam Marcus's involvement with it. With It's so good that we are going to tag it on to the end of the show because it addresses a lot of what I think people would have issues with the movie and it's, it's good, but it'll be its own segment of 20 minutes. And I think I didn't want to really chop it up much. Cause I think John already edited it. And so uh, it's great as is, cool. as he said, he won't deliver any shit. And, and I think he, I'll stand by that. I listened to it and it was, it was really great and um, pretty much addresses everything that you can have a problem with this movie. When we get to that part. Well, I can't wait. Well, let me ask you this because I didn't. I didn't have twenty minutes yesterday to listen to it. So yeah. I'll be honest. I don't have time to do shit. I've had this person been bugging me to read this fucking novel that they wrote, and I don't know. I, I meant to do something nice. It was My a wife? listener of the show, or maybe not even. Maybe a friend that I. Either way, somebody told someone that I'm a big Friday the Thirteenth fan, so they wrote this fan fiction thing, and they're writing a second one now. So now they want me to read this fucking thing. So I told them right off the bat, I wish I had the time to go through the whole message, but I said, I'll do what I can. And I promise I will give you honest feedback and everything else. I don't have a lot of spare time. I'll do what I can, but I know that he wrote these things. So now every fucking three days, I'm getting a message. Have you read it? I said, listen, I'm probably not going to have the time. And then finally I told him, I said, I've decided, I, I, I figured a way to, to not read it. it. <laughs> the episode, <laughs> no. Episode 175 of the podcast is going to be a big one. It's 175. It's a big number. I'm going to give the review of the thing I read on that show. That's what I'm going to do. And then then he said, review. It might even be a female. I don't even know. But they said, review 
um, well, is it that bad? Because usually when people give reviews, they say bad things. I said, I haven't read it. I said, but I'm going to, I figure I'm going to dedicate the time to it and I'm going to give you some publicity and I'm going to say something on the show because 175 is a long way off. I will be but much more it, interested in this if it is a female and show me her butthole. Well, hold on. I'll find out after the break. I'll let you know. But here's <laughs> what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at it and because he kept coming and kept coming and asking me, I do not have the fucking time. So that's why I said, now that's April. So hopefully this person gets the hint. And now, after I said I'll do it, they come back and they ask me, they go, do you want to know? <laughs> it's kind of funny. And again, you know I don't like being a dick. I cannot do it. I, I can't. But it was well, kind it of comes funny. Well, well, wait a because second. you have time to post every fucking picture of your toothbrush. Like, hey, what does this look like? Oh. Hey, <laughs> hey back at me over here. Hey. It looks like you had time to read a couple of chapters of the fucking book. You're <laughs> <laughs> too busy doing jism posts. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So this is what I told them yesterday. I decided I'm going to review them on episode 175 of my podcast because that's a big one for us. So I'm like, okay, I'm buttering them up. Okay. Then he said, wait, review it. Is it that bad? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I said, discuss what I've read. That's all. But that's not going to be until March. Thought you'd like some publicity. Then they say, oh, okay. Usually when people review fan fiction, it's because it's horrible. <laughs> I didn't even acknowledge oh, that. Really? And he said, I still need a beta reader. Do you have any recommendations? And then I told I'm about to get in the shower and go to my fucking uncle's funeral. And this is early in the morning. So I said, I don't even know what that means. Sorry, I told him. I don't so want a not, beta reader. I guess you're not going to recommend your uncle to read it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was <laughs> in horror. I am so sorry. You can joke about anything with me. I told you this. It's funny. It's funny. And I hope when I die, I, I, I amuse somebody with a joke. That's fine. Is so that a, Is that a master beta reader? Because I could do that. Yeah. <laughs> So I said, I don't even know what that means. Sorry. Then I said, I don't usually read. And then he says, I don't usually read. Well, I had to say something because they're up my ass. So then I said, someone to edit my stuff. And I said, oh, okay, no clue. LOL. Then he said, damn, that's fine. Then he said, would you like to know the reason behind why I wrote? This no. is what he asked. I'm about to get. So I had to be a dick. I said, I said, no, I'm cool, thanks. That's all I said. That was the dickish thing I could say. Yeah. And then he said, oh, okay, can I have a link to your podcast? And I said, I'm a link, and it's, of course, it's only 108. So he thinks 175 is, you know what I mean? Because he's not on the Patreon. Yeah, yeah, 175, yeah. that's like 12 years from now. Maybe they'll <laughs> that, sign up now. What a can... dick. <laughs> well, their name is Dee Dee, so I don't know if it's, a, if it's a female or a man. I don't know. Don't friend if Trump supporter. That's fine. I would uh, never friend you. I'm not a Trump supporter, but anyone who deals in absolutes, I will never friend them. But anyway, um, I don't know. Is it a man or a woman? Is it, it's a cartoon picture, so I don't well, know. I don't know if we ever were able to talk about it on the show, but Sean reached out to all of us. Um, Sean who? Gabarin. It was a few months ago with a comic. He wrote the four issue slasher comic. That oh, was yeah, great. I, I read yeah. that and it was fun. It was yeah. fun. I, I, I had a good time with that. That's in my junk folder right now. Oh, these guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I took the time and I read that. But again, a novel is a little bit more, if you're not an avid reader and you are put on the spot to read something, that can be a problem. Well, since you read it now, Christian, it. since you read it, now you have more time to post uh, toothbrush pictures. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And my name look like fucking Pac-Man ghosts. <laughs> hey now so i still don't uh, know i looked at i looked at this thing and it says basic info gender and it says gender fluid 
and then it says interested in men and women, and all the pictures are a cartoon. Nice. All the so I don't know what that means, and I don't want to offend anybody if that means something that I don't know. I don't I know what gender would mean. I love having gender I, fluid on me, so. <laughs> oh, I, I think I think no I've, gender, I've, right? I'm really no up on the gender. politically correctness of it now because I, I you know you gotta know nowadays I think they like to be called it's I call them yeah, pennywises it, it's Penny yeah pennywises I think that's politically correct I don't think anybody gets offended so you're, you're safe with that just say hey pennywise uh March <laughs> amazing <laughs> what oh, it, that keeps you in the clear cousin cousin it yes cousin. <laughs> brilliant brilliant well we have to do our thing because we have to get on in this movie and bring our guest in so we're going to take a quick break see you on the flips and um that's that see you in just a second and we are back we are here and we have grown by one yes we've grown by one the man the myth the legend boy i had a whole amazing freaking derek i had an intro ready for you that was going to blow your socks off. It, it was filled with so many freaking references that I was going to say this whole spiel. It's like I wrote a rap last night, and I was going to say it, and I was going to say, everybody who just heard that, I want you to email me or text me or something and tell me every little thing I just mentioned. It was like a fucking Big Daddy Kane fucking rap. It was, I had shit coming from all over the fucking place, and I was going to give them an award because I went so deep on this thing. But now... I decided against it. I didn't want to. It, it, it was just. <laughs> so instead Derek, of Schooly D. we have D. a great thing for you, but we're yeah. not going to give it to you. <laughs> well, because, okay, you want me to do it? Here's here's a little Schooly D. Pussy ain't nothing but meat on a bone. You suck it. You fuck it. Then you leave it alone. It's a callback oh. earlier in the show. There you go. Derek B. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Derek Pete. I'm going to do it style. He's a wizard with a word that's what you heard, and everything else is quite absurd. The Boston Brando, the Boston Strangler, Charles Manson, no matter what killer I men mention, keep dancing. The Boston Cream of the Crop, host with the most, coast to coast, pillar to post, more than a feeling, kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Woo, son of a bullet from a gun. You're sure going to get some Derek B. Boom, welcome. Man, Mic drop. kind of wish you hadn't done it. I like Schooly D better. Yeah, I gotta admit, I'm more, I'm more of a Schooly D fan now. Fumbled the words a little bit too. See, I, I had two. It, it didn't come naturally enough. We're I wrote you on the it. Spot. Yeah, it was I very, liked it. I liked it. Very. That's all that matters. If anybody can name every fucking thing I just said and why I said it, I'll give you a prize because I went so deep with the fucking references and connected them a certain way. I'm telling you, I can write raps. I can't necessarily rap, but I can write some shit. Of course, I'm stealing from everybody else. So, anyway, <laughs> that's the best type of raps. The best. That's all that matters, you know. I would say you're the vanilla ice of our podcast. <laughs> oh, you need to I'd go rather back. be the, the Rico. You need to go back to, to, go back to Schooly D. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be the Gerardo. Gerardo. <laughs> Derek, let me ask you a question. You know that song, Rico Suave? I do know that song, Rico Suave. Could you tell me who sang? Fuck. Putting me on the spot now, David. No, I don't expect you to know. I Actually, I expect... I, I respect you more that you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You don't have to... Yes, it's a one-hit wonder anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I used to have it like on one of those compilations, like those now, like eighties or oh, whatever. Remember that? No, yeah. that's, oh, music. Now that's what I call shit music, volume eight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Now that's 
<laughs> where they take every one hit wonder put on a CD you go I'll buy that CD but I'm not buying their fucking album that's for sure for sure you know makes sense well the guy that's saying it is named Gerardo but the thing is I believe that most people think that Rico Suave was his name like general public if you see I, th- I, I hear Rico Suave mentioned like a term that people throw around I think that people think that Rico Suave <laughs> who's screwing this around who <laughs> the fuck is Schooly. talking about this guy hold on Schooly D and Rico Suave have been brought up in this podcast more today than in the fucking last 20 years you know you know no. when he hears it uh, no. Christian he hears it at Costco when he goes to get a sample and there's none left he's like damn I just got Rico Suave hey Christian I'm about to add more insanity people who actually think Buster Poindexter is his real name the guy's real name I did Buster. for years well, 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 I always, well I always knew him because his real name is David Johansson he's a right. he was the lead singer of the New York Dolls Oh, that's right. I, I knew yeah. of the New York Dolls. I just didn't know the fucking the names of the singers at the time. Yeah, the, yeah. But the dude was in that movie, Tales from the Dark Side, right? And, and then I, I found out that way. But Rico Suave, I hear people use that term. It's like a pop culture term. Oh, this guy's walking around thinking he's Rico Suave over here. People do say that shit. I hear it on podcasts because sometimes. that was Nobody. a term before the song. Rico no, Suave. He didn't, cre- he didn't create Rico Suave. Sure he did. Are you no, he kidding? did not. I never uh, heard that until that song. Rico Suave was like, look at this Rico Suave over here. Uh, he, no way well, is that the pulp culture reference from that I song. I think it, it is. That's, I think he, that was, I'm, I think he was playing off of it. I can't believe no, we're arguing about Rico Suave. <laughs> I can't, I can't either. This is, this can't is a new fucking love. Yeah. <laughs> this is serious, though. I believe that the term, listen, though, Rico Suave they don't know that there was even a song. Some people that use the term, but they still use the term. They, it just became part of pop culture dialogue. I think people don't know where it even came from, Rico Suave, but they say it. There's a lot of things like that. Are you know. still really hearing this term thrown about? No. Sometimes, yeah. Where do you live? 1991? I heard on podcasts, even. People on use podcasts? it. On podcasts? I, yeah, oh. I bet Venom uses it. Yeah. Yeah. Venom seems like a real like Rico Suave person. Okay. I guarantee See, look, that that it, it, it it's before the song. I'm telling you. Oh, he did. Okay. We want the funk too. We want the funk. Of course, it was a you know you know who what did I mean. that. It was his second single. Gerardo's. He did a cover of it. He did a cover of it. it, wow. it there yeah. was a video for. It. I remember. I remember that. Yep. So yeah, when I type in the word Rico Suave, the only thing that comes up is fucking a picture of your Rico Pac-Man Suave ghost toothpaste. No. I'm Look on Wikipedia.com. Oh no, it is his picture though. Fuck. Maybe you're right. I, Holy shit. I, I know he okay. actually created something that's been used in popular culture now, because that, that makes me angry. I don't know why. Actually, I don't care. I don't It doesn't actually make me angry. <laughs> I'm just shocked that that's where Yeah. Yep. Christian's like, fuck Gerardo and fuck Lou Bega. Yeah. Fuck ah, Lou Bega. Lou Bega. No, but I'm telling you, on Wikipedia it says Rico Suave may refer to Julio Estrada, wrestler, Puerto Rican professional, known as Rico Suave, Rico Suave oh. character, Hannah Montana series character, Rico Suave song, a 1990 single issued by the rapper Gerardo. I'm telling you, 
Rico Suave was the term was created by so many terms people don't even realize were started some other wing or by a song in the eighties or this and, and they just use it like it's everyday dialogue but don't know where it came from. I just want to know where so- you're hearing people using the phrase Rico Suave. I've never heard anyone use that. I've heard people say it in passing. I heard people like at casinos saying, "Oh, this guy dressed up like he's fucking Rico Suave over uh, okay. here." Okay, I, I mean, not recently. Not recently, so maybe that is right. Maybe it popped up as that fucking. But like, I mean, I don't. Was he dressed up all Rico Suave in Rico Suave? What is dressing up Rico Suave? <laughs> How do you? Am I dressed like Rico Suave right now? How do you know? I, I, I don't think know. It's I like you're all so. like slick back hair, like a like a suit or like a a sparkly like jacket right, or something like that. So, yeah. So like Scott Hall, fucking Razor Ramon. Yeah, Razor. Hey, yo. You look more like Rico Sade. <laughs> I don't even get the reference, but it's funny. I don't get it either. <laughs> I'm gonna watch the video and see what the fuck he is wearing. Is he wearing something special? In the amount of time it's gonna take you to watch the video, you could have read a couple of chapters of this guy's novel. <laughs> Listen to the lyrics and look at him. Well, you can't really. I got the funk. Is he, he's not dressed sexy at all. Look. He's wearing fucking oh. leather jacket. Yeah. Listen. He's a Latino Drake. <laughs> you know, he's at every Raptors game too, but he's just in the back. <laughs> <laughs> He's working concessions. Yeah. <laughs> He's not even wearing a shirt. Are you Rico Suave? Do you want a fucking red hot or not, you prick? <laughs> What's he wearing? A tank top? Red hot. Suave. <laughs> Can we talk about these movies? <laughs> After this. After this. He's playing all fucking songs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say it. I like the song then. I like the song now. I like it. I love it. I might, I might buy the album tomorrow. It gave so me a mild by, I, Again, I command you and forbid you not to. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm never, never buying the album, but I do I'm like gonna, the song. Full head explosion. Full Six out of ten. Six out of ten. <laughs> but it's true. People use terms these days, and they don't know where it came from at all. And, and, and like a lot of the stuff was stuff that we came up on, and they just don't realize. Just, they throw the term around thinking that it's always been there, but it's like, no, if you were there in the 80s, you knew where this shit started or where it came from. It's it's true. There's more and more examples, and I'll start bringing them up on the show. It'll be fun. A new segment. <laughs> Back to the future. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck to call it. A new segment. Come on, Back to the party. <laughs> we have so many segments that we've never actually seen the light of, that's never seen the light of day, but we, we keep well, announcing that we're going to have a new ones. C-section. Remember C-section? <laughs> We'll do it. The, when, the, when the bullshit shows start coming once a month, that's when we can shine and do all these things that we talk about but never that's do, right? Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Well, How we many actually... cliffhangers have we never answered? I, I put a challenge out there that no one took me on to go back and figure it out because there's a lot of cliffhangers. I lost count Oof. after a while. Yeah. Yeah, it was, dude, it was way too many. It was way too many. So... Okay, well, Derek, we had to bring. Derek has a whole thing about Texas Chainsaw 3D, which I'm really, really excited about because he was like, "Listen, I got to talk 
about this movie. So, there's something up with Derek and T.C. I don't really know him to shit on a movie too much, but I can only think that that's what he's going to do. I don't think he's here to defend it. Maybe I'm going to be wrong, but on the vibe I'm getting, he I think he's going to uh, uh, fucking dissect and shit on this movie. Like I, I did like, you know, Chainsaw, not Chainsaw, Tex, uh, fuck, Nightmare 4. <laughs> 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 but that's going to be the main event. Can't be life. The uh, I had to do it. <laughs> but that's the main event. Okay, that's what I was going to say because you're you're almost like you're introducing it. I thought we yeah. were going to go into Texas 3D. Yeah, Derek. Right when we finish Amityville, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited about that because I, I want to hear what he's going to bring to the table on on this TCM. Uh, this whole situation. I'm very interested to also talk about TCM, to be honest. I uh, am too. I, I, I've, I've, I've been really, interested the whole... Where, I don't know yeah. where anyone's thoughts are on that one, but um, I think people might be a little surprised with my thoughts on it. Oh, boy. Oh, I, I've talked about it on the show because of, of my recent revisiting of... Yeah, because it's your franchise. favorite franchise now. I know, we know. It's your favorite franchise. I love it. I do Friday's love the franchise. your favorite franchise. <laughs> Halloween's your favorite... Everything's your favorite franchise. Guy can't pick one fucking franchise. Think, look at him. He thinks it's fucking they're... Rico Suave over here. Rico. <laughs> <laughs> he is a Rico Suave. He is Rico Suave. Look at him. Rico. Oh. <laughs> Derek, do you mind reaching through that pain there and just strangling the fuck out of Brandon? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And oh. I'm glad you're on the show. I'm going to be on your your. You've given rebirth to uh, celluloid discussions, right? Yeah, yeah, it's coming back. Yeah. We I actually recorded a few episodes of it already. They're going to be starting to release in September, so uh, I'm very excited about that. I'm going to be on it if, if they're still going to have me. And we're going to talk about Brian De Palma's blowout, which I would yeah. love to. Uh, I've been wanting uh, to talk. About. He's, he's I still have to Brian De Palma. This guy. <laughs> Loves to, loves to blow out Brian De Palma. Loves to blow out his fucking ass. Less De Palma, more blowy. He's like John Lithgow in that movie. Like, hey, yeah. okay, here's a dollar. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I'm looking I forward to talking. Oh, it's, it's on beautiful. It's Plex blowout. So I said, oh, this is the perfect opportunity to get in there. Uh, so B, B, pardon me, Derek B, what I wanted to ask you is the celluloid dissections in the past was uh, – that was your your side thing, and that was with you and Carly. Now you're it's being rebranded. Are you having a different guest each show? Is that is that what your plan is? Or yeah, that's doing? what I'm that's what I'm doing. I'm actually oh. having the ho- the guest host pick the the movies too. So it's not just me picking the movies; it's them picking the movies and bringing. And you know, there's actually been some first time watches with some of the new episodes. Like uh, I did an episode with Bo Rams recently on blue is the warmest color which if you guys haven't seen that movie it's a love story about these two girls that end up falling in love and we actually get really deep in the, the movie me and Bo. we actually talk about like our personal relations and stuff you know That's good. It, nice. it was a good conversation you know it was really good Chris, brandon's in my mind we're going we're going like really dirty but then you, you took it like we got no, all I deep want to see that movie. I've never gotten around to watching it. That's the IFC film. It's like three hours long, but it's, it's, yeah. supposed, to be, it's supposed to be excellent. I've never heard of it. That's why I didn't listen. And I knew oh, they... no, it did It did very well with awards when it first came out. It was very well regarded. In fact, before what? that movie, the L was in the LG, whatever. What was the, how does the letters <laughs> go? Of course, it was BLT. 
I think I even I, I think I actually said it wrong on the show myself because there's way too many fucking letters now. I just I, called know. The alphabet. I don't even know the alphabet anymore. I, it's crazy. You know what? You know what? Before that movie came out, blue was not the warmest color. <laughs> <laughs> Christian's laugh is just involved. I love it. It's turned into like a caveman cackle, but I love it. It's so... <laughs> Caveman cackle. I like that. So I knew you were rebranding it. I knew you were doing something different, Derek. But I think that's why I haven't listened because I, I never heard of that movie. So obviously I'm not doing that. Uh, what, have you done any other episodes of that? Uh, well, I recorded it. Actually, none of these episodes actually have been released yet, Dave. Okay, that's there the you thing. go. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying because I always listen to everything everybody does that's in our circle. Unless I haven't seen the movie then of course I'm not going to, or I have no interest in the movie, which that does happen, especially if it's non-horror, um, and even some horror movies. I just Isn't it weird? I don't know how you guys feel. Some movies, even if I like them, some horror movie reviews I just don't like to listen to. I, I can't explain why. I just like, oh my God, I don't need to hear anymore. <laughs> no, I, I, it's hard to explain. I feel no, like, probably, I got, I'm like yeah. that. I'm like that when... Some movies too, like there was one episode of Kill the Cast. Uh, I love Jerry to death, but then he was starting to talk about negatively about RoboCop. So I'm like, skip ahead, skip ahead, skip ahead. I I know I I agree with you. If it's a movie that you love, and Jerry's actually, it's a funny that you mentioned Jerry. He typically has like there's certain movies we've aligned on, but I'm shocked at how many movies that like Nightmare on Elm Street. He's not a fan. Yeah. Because uh, of Heather Lander, he loves part two the most. Uh, it's it's funny because I, I had that same relationship with Jerry a few times when I listened to that show. Yeah, I recommended that Jerry take two weeks off from podcasting <laughs> and then give it up entirely. Then he took like two years off. <laughs> then he took, yeah, right. I was gonna say. <laughs> take two weeks off, then quit it altogether. Now, was the, when you were going to bring back the show, Derek, uh, what, did you want to share the original title, which was Fuck Carly? No, no, me and Carly, <laughs> no, me and Carly are still good friends. We talk every day. I'm kidding. That was never the title. I just had to throw it out there because I liked it. Carly goes, why? Why would you like? Why would you see me? Why would things? you do that, Christian? Yeah, exactly. Then I feel like a jackass. She might punch you in the face. Yeah, punch she's a, she's in rage mode now. She's just yeah. punching dudes in the face now. She's beating yeah. up her cousins. She'll have no problem coming to Canada and just fucking laying you out. <laughs> She's the greatest, man. I just listened to that thing yesterday, and she talked about it. I was going to get some feedback on their next episode. The more I hear about Carly, Lead with your I left, learn... and then throw the right. Yeah. Give some feedback. Like, like boxing tips. Yeah. <laughs> you got to faint. You got to faint. Come from behind the jab. <laughs> She's the fucking greatest, man. I'll tell you. She can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... Oh, except for Slumber Party Massacre. Podcast. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh I, I can't say anything. I'm Lacey, joking. I, they all don't. Lacey's my co-host too, yeah. so it's like. I love that show. I'll tell you right now. Yeah, Only yeah, Rebecca and Heather will hear. Oh, actually, Rebecca, Heather, and Carly will hear that joke, Heather. and they'll know it's a joke. Heather. And if they don't know it's a joke, it's a joke. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. They, the they better know by it's now, right? Them joke, jokes. Joke. If they don't know it's a joke, they can join Eric. Webster in the go fuck you section. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Eric. Oh. Oh, Derek's man. like, why did you invite me on for this part? I just wanted to talk about the movies. I don't want to get into all this political bullshit. We can't help it. We can't help it. It happens. I know. We don't really want to talk about these movies. Well, no. <laughs> do we? Hey, I will say 
I gotta talk, I about, had I gotta a, talk about the sheriff's wig in TCM 3D. Come on. You can't wait There's for that. Way. That's what you can't wait for. I can't wait to talk about uh, this Amityville was the best one since three. I feel really? like it. I, I uh, think it is. Agree. Agree. Oh, fuck. Amityville. And you don't like this generation. one, Dan. Please tell me you're not going to say you don't like this one. This is the one that is, seems to be the, the biggest. Okay, introduce it. I'm sorry. Let's do it, man. Okay. Amityville I'm New stopped. Generation, 1993. An old mirror from the Amityville house finds its way into a young photographer's home where the demonic presence soon manifests itself to cause more death and mayhem. I have a question that's going to make a big difference to me, okay? Big, big, big. Th- this is what I don't understand. And it's probably one line of dialogue that I missed, but it is going to make a difference in my enjoyment of the film because, or, or what I'm going to ultimately say, because as I'm watching it last night and I'm seeing things unfold, okay, I get that he is the son of this guy who yeah. did what he did at Amityville. I get that, but if he is the son and this guy went away to a fucking asylum, how did this woman get pregnant and how was he the set, the first child of two and where's the second child? It doesn't make any sense to me. How did how did this happen? This because, guy because uh, go ahead. Because he when he's talking to his girlfriend, he said he he got her his mom pregnant when they she was sixteen. She Wait was a minute. young kid when she was pregnant. Okay. However, okay. So he did say that. I, I missed that. And then what what did he say after? There was that one minute of dialogue when he first opened up to her and she were, she she remarked about it. She goes, "Oh, I learned something about you." Whatever it was, what did he say exactly about his father? That he was 16 when he he, he uh, impregnated my mother and then what did he say? What followed it? He he never knew him because And that's it. Yeah. Okay. So now, how did this woman get pregnant with another one? Remember why did they have to make her pregnant? When she showed up to the asylum, she was carrying a baby and she had the one. What about this other baby? Well, maybe it was some other guy that she was banging. So they just didn't acknowledge it. They just decided to make her a pregnant woman and not even... Overthinking. Overthinking a new generation of Amityville. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I, admittedly, I didn't question. I was like... Oh, cool! They're actually trying to do a direct continuation of like, and, and and actually do something that connects it more so than any of the other ones. Not just the mirror from the house, but this, but an actual character that we knew and uh, and has grown up. I thought that was the best link so far to the rest of the previous part. I of the just series. thought the best link was the lack of links and the fact that it just felt like its own thing. I'm serious. It just felt like its own little cheesy little film. You could have you could have thrown in Freddy Krueger in two scenes and this could have been a Nightmare on Elm Street sequel. Well, that's okay. how I fe- felt about this. Like okay. it, it was very uh, it, dreamlike. It, it, it's funny you say that. Like I could see that argument but yet it felt like it had the most direct link um, loosely, I guess they could have just we like scribbled that in. Well, I like in. the fact that they. But it, what it felt like was a better version of Freddy's Dead, where he's like, "Oh my God, this guy's my dad." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he even had Lynn Dude. Shay in there for some weird reason. Fuck <laughs> did, yeah, it was cool. Best cast. cast in yeah. yeah, right. See, I thought uh, I thought Sarah Fred- was gone from Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. I Sarah. I thought I didn't know she was in. I really hadn't looked her up in a long time. I didn't think she was in a lot of things. She's in this movie, and when and then you see that she was in a few things, and then just 
stopped acting. So maybe that's why they can't find her and why she's never been in any retro talking about Friday the 13th that I'm aware of. But it's funny because it would just seeing her here, she hadn't aged. It was like 10 years yeah. later almost. And she looked almost the exact same. I thought. Well, I forgot yeah. it was her. Wait, who was she? The girlfriend? She's, no, the friend. She's the, I don't know if she's the publicist or what, but she's she's in a few scenes and she's the one that gets uh, the tangerine or whatever, like in the shower with, and gets the axe. I know who the, she is in the movie. Yeah. I'm saying yeah, who, who is she, she in this in movie. This, movie this fuck, I know you think I know who that is. <laughs> who is she in this movie? You, I said she looks the exact same, so how else can I describe her? She looks like well, that. I know like, who she- which character is she but in Amityville, a new generation? I didn't recognize her. The friend, publicist, she... publicist or whatever. Like David Nottin's girlfriend there? Yeah. The well, one no. they riding the bike with? I think that's no. his wife in this. Isn't it? They ride yeah. the bicycle at the beginning in matching tracksuits. Yeah, that's why then... he plays the same character in Ice Cream Man. Because he's just cheating on his fucking yeah, wife. Yeah, cheating on her with Stoopy. Shit. With, Hutch's, yeah. with, Hutch's, with Hutch's wife. Wait, did she get no. killed? No, she lives. Oh, she, she's at the end at the dinner. Where did she go? She she vanished from the movie. I remember he had a girlfriend. She's at the very end of the movie. She's at the dinner table. Oh, that's who that was? With I just chef. thought it was <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so here's another question. How, why did the guy have the address to his house? When would he have gotten it? And how did he know that David Naughton, or not, not David Naughton, that the other guy was just going to happen to look out the window and see him sitting there and take a picture and go over to him to fucking give him the mirror. How did he, how was that, I thought it was all happenstance, but then as the movie unfolds, you find out, oh no, he knew that this was his son and he did this all on purpose. I'm like, how the fuck did he know that he was going to wake up at that thing, stretch and get a picture taken of him, and that this guy was going to approach I... him and he's going to... I have a theory on that. One of two things. Either eventually the father was going to approach him at some point and give him the mirror that way, or I feel like maybe he used the mirror to manipulate him, like draw keys in. Like the mirror drew keys to take that picture, which is the theory I'd rather go with. She was the wife, too. Sorry, guys, but uh, David Naughton's wife. Okay, all right. I forgot I, that he had a like. banging the other girl, Suki, and I was like, did he have a girl in the beginning? And I couldn't remember if he yeah, did. Yeah, that's why he was hiding when everyone came in. And then she's like, oh, I just thought, oh, and okay. then she's like, why don't you come out here? She fucking calls him out. <laughs> yeah, that was great. She did. Yep. It was a good setting. I thought they they tried a a little bit different with the characters. Again, it's not the fastest paced movie. I, I feel like it could have used a little bit of a, like, adrenaline shot or, or whatnot but it, it, it's it it had probably the best acting i i say that because it's not the greatest but it was the most possible acting and some of the better effects that we've seen from the last three sequels for sure no question and yeah. again I, I i say that w- by saying that they're not the best they're they're not the greatest but they're possible and i wasn't laughing at the movie like i was kind of the last few movies for sure. The only thing I found kind of laughable was the fact that Keyes' version as a kid, Keyes as a kid looked sort of like a young Lloyd Christmas. He can, no, you know what he kind of looked like? He looked like the the reface I did where I put Watson's face on Pugsley from the Adams Family. <laughs> I don't know either of those references, unfortunately. <laughs> Lloyd Christmas you know, from Dumb and Dumber and you don't know Pugsley from Adams Family? I know who Pugsley from the original Adams Family is. I didn't. I don't think I see. Watson is your co-host. 
I don't think I saw the perm. I'm just kidding. I don't think I saw the meme that was made of Watson, and I don't know who Floyd Lloyd Christmas is. Uh, Never heard I'll show it to you later, Dave. With the bowl haircut, the gap in his teeth. Like, is that a weird. character or a person? Character. Jim Carrey from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, his name was Lloyd Christmas? Yeah, you never knew that? I've only saw Dumb and Dumber one time, and I said it was okay, and that was the end of it. I, that, that's where it ends. Like, this you know? is dumb. Now it's getting dumber. I'm turning this shit off. <laughs> you know? Okay. You know, I didn't know. Lloyd Christmas. So who looked like Lloyd Christmas? The I thought little boy? the little, the little kid, boy yeah. when he was a kid, the, the main character when he was a kid, Keys when he was a kid. Oh, okay. So this is what I felt about this movie. In the beginning, I'm like, I'm like, okay, are they going the Hellraiser route? Where because when you see the intro and the credits and shit, it's kind of weird. I'm like, this is unlike any other Amityville thing. I'm like, are they just gonna somehow find a way to tie Amityville? Into this, like like they did with the later Hellraiser movies, and if so, that's okay. I'm not. This is the first one you thought that for. Wow. Because of the intro, the way it looked, it had that. It, let me tell you though, it's that, and it's also the look of the film. I'm not into the fucking '90s look of movies, like the early stuff. Maybe the later stuff is fine, but it's probably my least favorite thing to look at. The aesthetic of like fucking '90, '91, '92, '93 ish movies. Every time I watch a movie from that time period, it just reminds me of all the movies that came out at the time and how shitty they were. And they all look like they were made for TV, even if they weren't. Something about that early 90s aesthetic is like an immediate turnoff to me. So that's what's his name. Isn't that the guy, Bill Pullman, or that fucking guy? <laughs> Bill Keys. That's, that's the guy Keys in the movie. That's the guy that played, uh, it looks like, what's his name from Spaceballs? Who was that? Is that Bill Lone Pullman? Star. Raspberry. Only one guy gave you a raspberry. I can't believe that we're higher. I thought this would be Dave's favorite because of the more direct direct connections. Like I can't believe what I'm hearing here. This I thought this looked good. It it had a you know a a decent amount of atmosphere to it. Some of the best effects. Uh, it's weird that you're connecting. Kind of, I guess I guess the connection with the father and, and the killing of his of his family and what drove him to a mental institution. That's a cool connection to it. But yeah. without like ramming the house down your throat and everything there, just the mirror came from there. Not too many flashes of the house, and that's fine. It felt like its own thing. That's why it kind of felt like it could have easily been a different film or just a standalone film. And I guess that's yeah. what Dave was felt- saying. Basically, okay. Yeah, but but you're right with the connection with the at least having like the the murder of the family and the flashbacks of that. I, I found it quite entertaining. Not uh, not a great film by any means, but no. way more entertaining than the previous few entries. Yeah, same. yeah, yeah. It was the first time watching me this movie, and same. I was actually kind of shocked that like when Richard Roundtree just comes out of nowhere, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Shafts in this fucking movie? What the <laughs> yeah, fuck? Yeah. You know? You what know? Do you think? I was shocked. Shaft. Sh- Shaft. The cast oh, was shocking. Shaft. David Naughton, I'm a fan of, but what I realized is yeah. Derek's already Robert made a joke Foster. about him playing the same character. He's not the best actor, David Naughton. I, I just no. like him because I love American Werewolf in London, one of my favorite movies. He's very and, goofy looking. I love him yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> he just yeah. has goofy expressions and yeah. shit. <laughs> so his acting come, comes across as overacting, but but I like seeing him in that. And then seeing Sara and then seeing Roundtree and, and just like wow, this actually has a decent cast. And then Roundtree and Roundtree's yeah. just building TVs with shotguns and shit, like he's yeah. pre jigsaw. Like, the stepfather's <laughs> in it. 
Yeah, Terry O'Quinn. Oh, he's great. <laughs> Terry O'Quinn's yeah. very good. I love Terry O'Quinn. I always Seven years, him. bad luck. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How ridiculous yeah. is it that, you know, um, what's his name? Robert Rustler? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Robert Russell is in this movie. Isn't that too? crazy, yeah. though? That, like, he's, like, all heartbroken and torn up. They were dating for six days. Yeah. <laughs> they even say it. Like, how well, long did you see him? He was drunk, too. I know, but he's, like... Horny and drunk. No, I know, but, like, she's like, <laughs> I was in a relationship with him. And even one of the lines is, like, how long? Like, a week. And then David Nutton's like, not actually six days. <laughs> hey, how about my, you know my right. favorite side character yeah. was in this movie was the homeless dude with the eye patch that you keep seeing throughout the movie. <laughs> that was so ridiculous. Like, here, put an eye patch on so we can differentiate. Uh, I'm like the cast of Street Trash is just in the middle of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> right on. <laughs> but no, he was see, good too, I that Robert Rustler guy. I, I get just seeing him because again, oh, yeah. I like I like having references to other actors of, of, from films that we liked. So. That was it, because I don't think we've had that in any of the other ones where there's that, but that many recognizable names yeah, in a freaking sequel. Even called Suki uh, Jesse at one point. Like, Jesse, I mean, Suki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesse. What? <laughs> I there too. Oh. My God. Ah! Jeez. Yeah. Uh, didn't he oh. call her? You know what he Excuse said, though, me. by the way? I got to get this out. Uh, didn't he say, Where are you, my little pickle? <laughs> my little pickle. Who is it, Eric Webster? That's right. That's what I thought. Of. I can't. Where are you, my little pickle? He said. Uh, and he's looking it was actually fun- pants. <laughs> it, it was actually funny because I just watched Vamp recently too, and it was like, oh, oh nice. shit, there's Robert Rustler. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like Robert Rustler. Anytime he shows up, I'm fine. Like this cast, you know, Lynn Shay and the bit part, and, and David Naughton and uh, Sarah and fucking the other. So. They 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 do have KNB involved in the effects. I oh no, that's the next yeah. movie. Somebody with the effects here. Who was it? Either way, I forgot. But the thing is, see, I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. I I just had some questions about it. I actually like the the mirror. I, I'm a sucker. Yes. For, I've mentioned it before. I, I like the mirror thing. I like the first time you see the mirror when the girl looks in there. And she, or no, who gets the cuts on their face? That's Robert, Robert Russler. But it is. At first, it's great because he gets the cuts and you see cuts happening like nightmare yeah. style. And then this is, but the, it was so funny when he ran in. Yeah, yeah. He, like he, every movie he, makes me laugh. He didn't commit to fully gordoning himself. It's like he half gordoned himself. <laughs> oh my god! Uh... And then he just runs yeah. face first into the glass. Oh, but dude. the mirror stuff was really cool when Keys goes I through mean, the mirror. Very Nightmare on Elm Street, very Hellraiser-ish, like a portal. To another dimension when he's in the mental asylum at Danamore and he sees the uh he sees Suki and and all of the victims David Meatball David Naughton in all the rooms. <laughs> like that that was cool visually. I enjoyed that. It was fine. What I did now the thing is with the nineties, just because I don't like the look of the movies, it just that's all I'm saying is I don't like the look of those there's nineties movies. Doesn't mean I don't like the movie. It just it all, all usually takes me to a place where I'm like, eh, I gotta watch a movie that looks like this now. It's just not my favorite aesthetic. You could have told me this was eighty eight, eighty nine, and I would have been like, oh, okay. And it, had, it, it 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 sticks out like a sore thumb with me. But either way, that's all I was saying. You and I had questions. Sore thumbs don't do those things in the cartoons where they really <laughs> stick out. They never do. I know. I wish. I wish they were. <laughs> they never. But I do them. wish. I wish they had the rights to Amityville too. I wish they could have shown the dinner scene when the mirror falls over and Burt Young gets mad and they do that and actually taken that mirror. Oh, that mirror broke though, didn't it? 
But I guess that's why they go. Oh, no, it didn't break. They put it up and the crack comes in it. And she goes, see, it's not even broke. I wish they would have had the rights. That This is what why it goes to show you that there is no canon for Amityville, even way back here. Because they would have had the rights to use the Amityville 2 fucking footage. If they could have shown that and shown that mirror, you know what I'm saying? And then just... Well, yeah, that would have elevated even more, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uncle Dino's not giving that footage. He's like, fuck you. Right. That shotgun blast to the head was pretty sweet. There's some good yeah. gore in this. Like, yeah, there is. Oh, the blast to the head fucking yeah. for sure. Yes. Yeah. 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 That Indeed. Was... Indubitably. Yeah, that was... It was, it, I, I, that's why it was like, this is just more enjoyable. It was a little less, although the setting, like, this is taking that one or two setting type idea and making it work for you. Whereas the other one took place in that house, like the one we just watched, it's about time. But it was kind of boring as shit and and just goofy. This one, mm. this one has a little bit more fun. I, I, I just, I, just I think it's more fun. The, the thing I liked about this one is because it actually made like the curse object because this is you know this is part of the curse object series of the enemy films, yeah. and it just makes it feel more like this object came from this house and it's possessed. Where you, it could have been because. Instead of being in like a fucking house, it's in a fucking loft building complex where everything is getting fucked up. Yeah. And I like that object about it. And the mirror, the buy- mirror is the best cursed type of thing. Like, why it wasn't the mirror the first thing? Did Mike of a fucking lamp? lamp. It's like I'm gonna make Oculus. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I've always right. said he's a ripoff I'm artist. I'm just kidding. I, I, I just know oh. there's a lot of Flanagan fans. Uh, but like, I mean, that first thing they took is like a lamp. Like oh, Flanagan. The lamp, then a the clock, then they finally ever. get the mirror. Like, the mirror seems like the most logical thing to take. We're going to take the stupid-looking lamp out of there. Well, the clock, too, because there was a clock shown in Amityville in the other movies. They even had that one part in part two when it goes by, and, and you you see the presence going around the house, and all of a sudden you hear the clock going real fast. And I didn't mention it last show, but we do see the clock. I don't think I did. In oh, those- yeah, when the innards, the inner workings are, like, cranking through. Yeah, that's so my favorite part of that one. Then Stephen Mock's all coked out. That's a, it's such a bad movie. Oh, my it God. Is. It is. so bad. I'm going to say I... this. It took me until last night to realize. I I think this is a good explanation, but I finally understand the direction this franchise took and why. Because by doing the objects thing, it's... People might think it's it, it's it's cheesy or something like that to do it or a, a cop out. Uh, no, we've seen how many. It is a gimmick. It's a gimmick, but I think it works better than if you're gonna have six, seven, eight, and I'm only talking the originals. I'm not talking about Amityville fucking shark and that bullshit now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this original run, okay? Yeah. If you're gonna keep having Amityville movies after the third one, to me, how many times are you gonna have somebody move into the same house and have a haunting again? Yeah, you it'll be like Death Wish. Again and again and again. Nobody why would want these, to see why that. Why are all these people dating Charles Bronson? Stop dating <laughs> Charles Bronson. You're going to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you see what I'm getting at, though? Would you guys have rather seen people keeping... No, no, it makes sense. The amenable house again. Let's take no. it out of the house and just... What can we do that works? Okay, let's take an object something that came out of this this cursed house and and put it here and now they take it a step further with an uh, an object and a direct 
you know, connection with someone that actually lived there. I kind of like that they did this. This turned into, like I'm saying, like what they started doing with Hellraiser. With, with or, like the, even like, or even later on with the Conjuring movies with like all the cursed objects of the Warrens fucking collect and shit. That, look and how I many they hit. And I think yes. that would be a great film, like the spinoff of the uh, Annabelle Comes Home. Just do more movies like the Samurai Suit or the some of the other characters or um, artifacts you saw in the room. Yeah, I'd rather see and that it, than you know Conjuring Eight, the Warrens, you know, fucking helping another haunted person. Another no, Con- Conjuring Eight would be the one where we find out Ed Warren has the girl in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I do like the demon art in this. I like Suki's art. I would actually buy some of those. Oh, those I, are awesome. Great. Right, and she's just yeah, jamming to like some weird. Knock off Claudio Simonetti. <laughs> and the way she pulls on the nooses and makes a move when he comes. And by the way, that fucking outfit, I never realized it because I don't think I've ever seen anybody. What is that just called? A painter's outfit? Is that the term for it? I'm trying to think. I, oh, where I sell you, those. I, I sell I, those I, outfits. Aren't they just overalls? Yeah, yeah, we sell, yeah, we sell those. It's just overalls with those. nothing underneath. Well, I, I love that look. Yeah. It is so fucking sexy. Mm-hmm. Women that are listening, or even men, whoever, I think that it, I have never knew how much I desired that look until I saw it. If you have the, the, the figure for it, I'm telling you what, it is extremely sexy. When you walk you can in... send pictures at explodingheads at gmail.com. It's all about the side <laughs> boob. That's basically what you're talking about. You're in love with the side it's boob. It's not look. just the side boob, but it's the it's it's the the, the, the shoulders that she's not wearing on anything beneath, and that what she is showing looks rather rather good. She has well, the you, body that she can do it. And do you think Michael Myers is wearing anything under the jumpsuit? Do you think he's wearing underwear? <laughs> I think Michael like, Myers is doing commando the under there. How about the guy in the overalls? Maybe your grave. What? I spit in your grave. The guy in the overalls. <laughs> There you go. But this particular outfit on a woman is very becoming. I think it's a fucking it's great It's very sexy. becoming on her. On her. You have to have the body to yeah. do it, of course. I'm yeah. not saying that if you weigh 400 pounds, you should do it. No. Yeah. But I'm just saying. That's if you a could lot of overalls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get two, Derek. Those fucking shoulder straps are like fucking trousers for me. <laughs> <laughs> trousers. Damn, you kill I guess cheetah? I'm going back to the fucking 1950s <laughs> to wear pants. Yeah, trousers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking trousers here. All the yokes, Geraldo's safe. They're using fucking hemp rope as the fucking shoulder, fucking overall fucking lashes and shit. Uh, okay. I think it's very attractive. That's all I'm saying. I never knew I needed it until last night. I'm I like, never knew oh, I needed it until last night. Yeah, I read. Make sure when you do back to school shop, you buy yourself some overalls. Can you stop to go to Depot and get some painters overalls, please? I, I, want that, I, want that, I want that on the next stand and release as a quote, Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Vinegar Syndrome, again, the fucking, how good does this look? Again, same thing. This is, Vinegar Syndrome is probably tops in, 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 in restoration and making things look I wish everything looked this way. They they did so fucking. You're right good. about vinegar. Vinegar syndrome yeah. is at the top of the game here. And they're not too of, expensive. You know, no, they're not bad. Right. You you get a quality product with them. Quality slip covers, quality box sets, and quality PQ and sound quality. Yes. But I will not buy this box set because I don't want these movies. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. But if somebody gifted it to me, I certainly wouldn't get rid of it. But it, no. It, it, 
listeners. I think you can buy this one separate, though, B. What's that? You probably buy this one separate. Yeah, I would. I would buy this one. I would buy this one on its own. Yeah. Interesting. This one isn't separate for me from the other ones. I, I, I've had some enjoyment out of all of them. I've been the highest on the franchise as a whole. And I, I like this one, too. Not loved. I liked it. It was fine. I got some stuff out of it. I didn't like this. Another thing about the early 90s, it was a really bad time for CGI. And I wish they wouldn't have shown that fucking green ghost thing that two or three times. <laughs> yeah, that, that looked a little I silly. Like you know, <laughs> I, actually no- I, I actually noticed this because... Maybe it's because of the restoration too that actually falls to Because imagine watching that on like a shitty VHS, it probably wouldn't look like that, you know, the way it does. Because it's all cleaned up and you can see through it now, you know. It's about time, make- ta- and it's about time. Derek thought it was about a bag of oranges. No, I just thought about it was like Stephen Mock just going commando again, like he did. No, in the fucking was, it's a joke. Because remember, you always, you always said that the beginning of uh, the, oh, Slayer the Slayer looked like a the clock it looked did. like a bag of oranges. It did. So it every did. clock on VHS probably looked like a bag of oranges. Like, why is Stephen Mock bringing home a bag of oranges from Amityville? <laughs> I also found it interesting that there was Cursed some commentary. Oranges. There was some commentary here um, about uh, some left leaning commentary. Back at this time, it was interesting because he was like, he said, I'm afraid of this. And he goes, and I'm scared of this and Republicans. He yeah, says. it's just a little slight thing he put out there. But I like this even more later on when the guy was talking about things that happened with the institution. And he says, well, yeah, Reagan cut the budgets for the for uh, the institutions and shit like that. And I'm like, right on, because that that stuff is true. That shit yeah, did yeah. Fucking happen. And yeah. that, that's, it, it's, it's a shame that it did happen. But it was interesting to see a little bit of that stuff slid in at this time period because it wasn't very prevalent back then but i agree with what they were saying so so it was nice it was cool um yeah i was confused but i think you guys may have helped me i didn't i didn't understand a few things i didn't understand but i guess she could got pregnant from somebody else and you know you know that's fine i'm okay so i just like when he bashed your head in the ground it was very much like uh what's his name doing the sheriff and tcm Oh. oh yes! <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, he was bashing her head all apart. That's right. <laughs> and here's what's really he bashed weird. my head apart. <laughs> exactly, more jerky boys. Yes. <laughs> there is another line in this that takes it back to the original. I always notice these callbacks. And the guy said, "Was it the guy who said it?" Oh, they came in at the end when all that shit was gone, and they said, "Has everyone lost their mind?" Somebody <laughs> said. And that's just what Margot Kidder said in the first one. They were smashing the fucking thing, and it makes me crack up. <laughs> Everyone lost their mind. <laughs> oh, fuck. So I thought that hey, what would have really brought this movie, I would have given this a higher rating, a more favorable rating, if at the end the movie ended with this guy fulfilling the fucking prophecy and going there and fucking blasting those, those people and then being led away in cuffs. The evil lives on or something like that. You but know it, what? I was so I'm... disappointed when the cops came in. I was like, ah, how typical, you know? Any movie can end like that. But if you would have right. blasted those people, and t- people would still be kind of talking about it now. Yeah, remember that ending of that movie? Amity of a New Generation? That was kind of cool. But... That would raise this movie up probably a full point. That's yeah, how good that ending would have been. Yes, yeah. I was. Did you think for a second it may it may have happened when he got? The I didn't run? know. I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought yeah. he was going to kill somebody. At least so the first time I watched there, killed. but I thought there would be at least yeah, another death for sure. But I didn't think Not he was a... going to kill the whole room. 
It was all flashback. He he killed that turkey. He did kill that turkey. (laughs) It looked dry. It did look dry. It looked like a balloon. Turkey turkey is one of the hardest things to cook. It's it's done. It's just perfect for one second. It's either undercooked, and then you got a split second, and then it's dry. Like it's you you can't cook turkeys, but you make TVs with shotguns. Chef, violence on TV. That's weird. Why would you do free, something like that? Because he's a free jigsaw. <laughs> something, right? Yeah, what the fuck? Why would he... Is that supposed to be art? Because he's an artist and they're all artists yeah. here. And it's just for... Okay, we're going to put this here and it could actually go off anytime. Do you Or yeah. do you think the evil from the mirror fucking somehow cast its way into his mind and he could make something, a contraption like that? No, that was his art piece, his statement on, you know, vi- watching violence on TV... Yeah, but and you could have died from it. Exactly. That was the whole point. So he's going to risk fucking people coming to look at his artwork, getting wet by sitting in that chair. I like really? when he yells at that yuppie guy. He's like, yeah, to get, get out of the chair. Fuck out of yeah. this. Yeah, I was just going to bring that up. That's... <laughs> get the fuck out of this chair now, boy. <laughs> can you dig it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I've said everything I can say. I like yeah, it. I did like it. I agree with yeah. the ending. Somebody had to die. Keys had to have a tragic downfall. It seems like it Some. would have. Well, he did get seven years bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> like, he didn't even get arrested for, like, right. unloading rounds of shotgun shells in a fucking closed well, space. Well, Ter- Quinn's all into it, too. Like, yeah, stop, don't let him go. Let him do his thing, you know? You know they, they, went, they went and did the... That's a great, yeah, that's, that's a great oh, show. That was awesome. Awesome. Sorry. Yeah. And that other cop is like, yeah. what the hell is wrong with everyone? <laughs> if y'all lost your minds, uh, it's... Uh, it could have used kills. If they did that ending that uh, you're talking about, if they had the flashback footage from part two, I think you would have had a, a classic, in a sense, from a sequel standpoint, from a... What are we at? Number six? Or seven at the franchise? Seven. Seven. Seven in the franchise. I think that would have been a standout. As it is, I enjoyed this. It was I gave it an on-par rating with part three. I rated part three higher than what most people would. I give it a six, and I give this one a six. I think it's. I think this was the most enjoyable from since then, since part three. Yeah. This has been the most enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'll go ahead, Brandon. I was just okay. gonna say. Sorry, I agree. With Chris. Yes, uh, <laughs> yeah, Sorry, six. Derek, I, I rated it a six too, actually. Awesome. Yeah, guests are supposed to go first, and I totally Christian I always goes every ahead time. of the guests. Every <laughs> yep. time I fuck this up, so Classic. it's no different today. I'll also also give it a six. I was actually at five and a half coming in, but you know what? Six, six, six. six. And six just thinking about that ending, that possible ending. Wow, shit. And they couldn't show back to uh, part two because the next cursed item is going to be Burt Young's butt plug. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine a little Burt Young in the dollhouse. Is it the dollhouse one the next one? Yeah, can you imagine? (laughs) That would be... Oh my god, Dollhouse would be epic if it had a little Burt Young running around the top. <laughs> I'm sure there's a Burt Young figure you could get, right? Why not? It, there's no what if there it is. It'd be like a dark version of Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> they the well, got Rocky. Rocky probably had action figures. <laughs> Do you think they had a Paulie action figure? I, I, it, it's in the realm of possibilities. You never no? know. They have they have the robot from Rocky Four as an action figure. Yeah, now, but the so. robot from Rocky Four wasn't a mean, abusive drunk. <laughs> Happy birthday, Paulie! He was after Paulie was done with him. Yeah, the Happy Paulie. birthday, Paulie! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Adrian! <laughs> Get well, me a beer, bitch. 
Did you did you rate D? Or they're just going on Rocky. That's all good. You guys helped me a little bit because I had a question and, and you guys kind of worked it out for me. So so you did bring it up. I was actually this is weird. I was at a five and now I'm at a five and a half. Okay. That's fine. Right. Yeah. This is I'm the first time I've come. Yeah. Yeah. I know. He's lower than us. <laughs> it's the first time. I've been higher than the whole fucking time. <laughs> That's crazy. Man. Yeah, but that ending, that end if that ending was dark and violent, that would have been it would have been a oh, seven out of ten easily. It would have been at least a six for me, at least. Maybe six and a half. It would have boosted it right the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. And then it just ends with that funky fucking Seminetti fake. Maybe I'm easily <laughs> impressed because I think it was just seen to production value at this point. The cast. And I was like, hey, this acting isn't bad. I, I kind of like the effects. I kind of like, and then the connection with part two. More so I'm like, Holy shit, like, this has been much more enjoyable than what we've just been uh, uh, privy to. Like, I, I was shocked. I wasn't expecting any of this. And so maybe I'm just easily impressed with this point because I've heard that these are just shit. They're not. Yeah. They're not for me. They have not been shit. Same as Hellraiser. Again, I've only seen them once, and that's true. We'll get to them again. But the same thing happened with me and Hellraiser sequels. I was expecting total dog shit, and I was fine. I've seen seen the first eight Hellraisers, or the first seven, and I remember the first six being pretty good. After that, I can't remember. Save it for next year. Sausage series next year. Oh, yep, God. we got to find out what we're going to pair it with. But yes. Sausage Series number Volume Two, the Kudos Editions. I hear that with a nice, with a nice red, a nice Merlot. <laughs> I, I think maybe okay. more of a Pinot Noir, or maybe, a, maybe a, like a Shiraz. <laughs> Everybody says fucking Merlot. Shiraz. Oh, he's got to go take his uh, mid-show uh. shit again. <laughs> his second mid-show, mid-show shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's been mud for yeah. enchiladas, <laughs> goddammit. Suki. I'm looking at pictures of Suki now. She still looks good, and she's like 63. Did you say Dookie first, or did you say Snu- Suki both times? Suki! She's she's China Soul's mother. She was married to David Soul from Starsky and Hutch. Cool. Um, I'm looking for David Soul from Salem's Lie. Yeah. What are we... What's the next one? TCM? 3D. 3D. Are we still recording right now? Yes. We are. Oh, okay, cool. Kitty's um, Dario, or whatever her name is. I don't know. Yeah. Texas Gorgeous. Paint. I'm trying to pull it up. <laughs> Best part of the movie. I, I'm, I'm scared. I don't know where everyone's going to be on this one. Well. I'm getting a vibe from uh, from Derek. I, I kind of got a, a vibe from you now, B, and I got a vibe from Derek. And I just don't know where Dave is on this one. Well, I know I do know where Dave is from one aspect of this, which again it was Dave's, the a, Dave's of in the fucking Danamore. That's where Dave is. Dave's in the fucking <laughs> mental institution. <laughs> where, where the the Amityvilles? Well, I think I, it'll be interesting where he comes on this one. The Amityvilles are what like a point something difference in ratings over the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. Like Texas Chainsaw is winning by point one. Or something like that. Like it's crazy. Yeah, that's the ridiculous. Average. That's it, ridiculous. That's, yeah, he he should be in Danimore with Frank right. Frank Bronner. What was his name? Bronner. But we're, we're uh, he's back. What now? So let's introduce this bastard. Let's introduce this bad Larry. Let's do it. 
All right, Texas Chainsaw, also known as Texas Chainsaw 3D from 2013. A young woman travels to Texas to collect an inheritance. Little does she know that an encounter with a chainsaw-wielding killer is part of the reward. Do you so think, Cuz? Do you I, think, Cuz? We talked about this, <laughs> we you talked think, about this earlier before you joined, Derek. I just wanted to let you know there will be a 20-minute segment, which is an interview with Adam Marcus at the end of this. And he was the writer on this, and he will tell you right out of the gate, this movie was supposed to take place in 1994, 20 years after the original, not 40 years after the original. And I get it, uh, uh, Dave, you mentioned it, and I forgot that they actually put the date on the on the, um, on the the tombstone that I think does say 2012 or something to that effect when she goes to the tombstone. They do. So they fuck it up. They fuck up the timeline. And again, if you put all of your hate into that timeline, you will not enjoy this movie. So if you have to let that go, because that was a writing fuck up that they decided the producers just said, fuck it, who cares? And went their own way. But the original script was supposed to take place in 1994 and had no cell phone in it. The cell phone edition and in the interview with Adam Marcus, he mentions the cell phone that wasn't his. The producers did it. He seems to forget that they screwed up the timeline and popped it into 2000, like almost 40 years later, or at least 39 years later. And that wasn't supposed to be the intention. So, you know I'll, I'll what? You know what? Adam, the, Falk Adam Marcus, fuck the timeline. <laughs> this is a fucking entertaining film. It is. This is it's, a turn sure off is. your brain, entertaining, popcorn, cheddar, Texas Chainsaw film. Thank you. I'm sorry. I'm right there with you. That's what happened to me two years ago. I hated this the first time I watched it because I just remember it not working. I didn't see it in 3D. The, the do your thing because I was like, what the fuck did I just hear? And I nothing to resonate. <laughs> the I, then I, 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 I went through the series again and then I said, I'm going to give this another fair shot. And I really enjoyed it. Yes, and I've enjoyed I've now watched it three times and I've enjoyed it each and every time. It is good in 3D. The 3D is a gimmick. It's, it doesn't save the movie, but it's a lot more enjoyable in 3D because that's how it should have been watched and viewed. But I agree with you, Brandon. I'm on board with yeah. this, and I still like it. Uh, Good-looking cast. Let's, There's some Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, just like the last movie. Oh, two hottest looking, women. Fuck. Wow. Dickie yeah. and uh, fucking... Uh, yes. Dickie. Oh. You're right there. And the you OG know, there's some TCM. good... OG TCM. Sorry, just to point out. The highlights of the... OG TCM at the beginning is great. And if anyone look, nobody's ever going to replace Drayton. But if you're going to do a scene with that, I appreciate it that it's, you know, the one surviving, well, the one surviving male member from uh, TCM2, you know, Bill Mosley playing Drayton. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah why did they bring the grandfather back, the same actor? It doesn't make no sense. You could have just got anybody in that fucking makeup. Yeah. This is only in the movie. I think well, that's though. like an Easter egg, an Easter egg for the fans. And like it didn't, like if, if well, she got away, I agree. The first thing that would happen is cops would have shown up at the house, like and, and whatever. And they they've only referenced it that like there was no they couldn't find that the farmhouse that she was talking about. But, but where was thing. this fucking town shit in the fucking farmhouse? Because they never, because it it kind of ruins the original TCM now if they could just go to this fucking ta- drive to this town to get gas, you know. <laughs> Okay, again, from a retrospective standpoint, I I can, I, and, and that's a good argument. That's a good thing. Like they, this town, how far away was it? Doesn't seem like it's that far. They reference it, I think, in this movie. They make it sound like it might be twenty minutes away or whatever. But again, once you pull into the gate, it's about a six-hour drive. Once you open the gate, 
to the house. <laughs> up to the front door of the house. But yeah. I'm with Brandon. It's it, it's fun. They did uh, a great, like a, a decent second follow-up. We've had a few of these follow-ups, and I've dug them all. And uh, the lighting in this one's good. I like the look of Leatherface. He's a little different looking in this one. Uh, and I like how the, what they've done with his character here. I like the caregiver aspect of it, the, the Saw's family kind of feeling to it. I like that. Um, there were a lot of Sawyer members in the house. when the We Sawyers are going to live together. Well, we like, I appreciate them having Gunnar Hansen in there, you know, as, as a little Easter egg and stuff like that. But there were like 80 family members in there. They just needed <laughs> yeah. They were having a cookout, I guess. Yeah. Uh, this is no masterpiece, but it's a fun Texas Chainsaw movie. Go ahead, Dave. You you haven't said anything. You look like you want to shit on this film. Who, me or Derek? You. <laughs> me? No. There, there's some good and there's some bad here. Uh, here's the thing about the timeline. They could have easily... Not, there's only two instances where you know that 1974 matters at all and it's the one time when she's looking at the uh because they they kind of covered up the first time when she finds those papers in the office it says 19 and that's all you see when they see the things that happen but uh-huh. then later on it's sally's when they show what everything not, not part of me it's not what sally said it's what it's the the recount from uh sheriff hooper and what he said it was all there and it said uh eight hold on i wrote it down here eight eighteen. Yeah, which is cool. Eight eighteen seventy three. Sally's paperwork, and it's a shame they put that in because from where I sit, that opening scene just because us horror fans are in the know about nineteen seventy four doesn't mean that people going to the theaters in two thousand thirteen are going to know that the opening shit, which I agree was done very well, except maybe too many people, but whatever. They, those people probably don't know that the first Texas Chainsaw was in 1974. But by the look of that scene, that scene itself could have taken place in 19, 1994, and nobody would have known a bit of difference. Yeah. It's an old country place. There's people like that that do, that do still dress that way, that do exist. The smart thing to do would have been to not use any years at all. And then if anybody had to second guess it, they could have said, the original events took place in 94. Because what do you need that for? You could just say Heather looks awesome for 40. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all her friends. Well, that's, right. yeah. Yeah, that is the problem. And the 2012, they show, it could have been easily solved by not acknowledging at all. Not acknowledging They shouldn't it. have showed it because I, I always watched this and thought like, oh, what is this? Probably like 2002. Like that would make that, sense. That's what She'd I probably thought. be like 28, you know, yeah. or something. So they shouldn't or have. Or that. Yeah, they should like 1974 to 2002. They they look like they're in their late 20s. But it doesn't have to be 74. Why couldn't it be 94? When yeah, I think, no, that's fine. When you see, look at I, that I house, know what you're saying, people but they, do live that way. You know yeah, what I'm they saying? Were, people, they're showing the exact same movie um, yeah. or the scenes so from the movie, here. and it is canon that that is takes place at that time frame. To us, yes, but it doesn't just because they're dressed that way doesn't mean it can't be not 1994. People still dress in fucking. I don't know. I just. Uh, Sally, just, give it down the hill. <laughs> well, the timeline's screwed, but the original, the 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 base, the where this movie's supposed to take place was in '94, with the original part taking place in '74. That's how it was supposed to be, and uh, they just sort of threw it that away. 
And, and the only thing that makes it, 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 it 2012 for sure is obviously it's the year they came out. It came out, or the the year before it came out, but they, they that damn tombstone. So they taking the cell phone and the tombstone out, and you just didn't have to have a date. And, and it just happened to be that she was, you know, whatever. You know what they should have had on that tombstone? Pepperoni Trey Sausage. Because he's a fucking terrible actor. Trey Songz is terrible, but I was going with pepperoni and sausage. Um. <laughs> I never, but I never noticed acting. The thing is, the they used fucking FaceTime. That's what they had to take that scene out, but that was written in. So I want to know when Adam Marcus is yeah. added in. No, it was added in. He said there's no. I, uh, Did you not hear this? Okay, sorry. Let me. Hold on. How could that scene? How could that scene have played out? Any other way, because the guy was there looking, and then they found out he was missing. The guy put the FaceTime on, and they're seeing what he sees. So in Adam Marcus's script, what what was it? A cop just goes to a place, and then what? After two hours, they find out that the cop never came back. Let's go and investigate ourselves. Possibly because he's phone? on the scene. Uh, just a regular a old phone. phone. There were cell phones at that time. No, but yeah, I guess so. so I just I, Something, I don't know. I want to know his answer to that because I, I don't know if I believe him in that. He part. just said there was no cell phone. I don't know. Like, that was it. They're, they okay. Uh, 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 Rocky Rhodes didn't fucking dig deeper on that question. He just let Adam talk and, and he explained it. I'm not, it's not a free pass. Did John have a cigar the... hanging out of his mouth when he was doing <laughs> the interview? Hey, hey, tell, tell me about TCM 3D. Hey. Yeah. Say. Hey. Hey. Here's no. my problem. Aside from that, I have fucking bitches here. I should let Derek do it first. I think he's going to have a bunch. I'm just going to say some in the beginning. I'll let Derek have his time because I don't want to steal his thunder. But I'll tell you this. I like the fact that Grandpa's holding the hammer when he gets killed. It's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> right? That's funny. And how come they said, bring your son, Jed? They were making the older brother, Drayton, out to be the father, which it definitely, if you want to go against canon, we know that they're brothers. I don't know why they said, bring out your son, Jed, but they did. Now, again, minuscule. But here's what I don't like. The, the obvious shot of the necklace. Things were done too obviously, and there were too many fucking callbacks to the original where it seemed overly contrived. It actually bothered me how many fucking times. Because this is what they did. First, they have the obligatory shot of the necklace. And they, they zoom in and they play music. I'm like, okay, well, this is going to lead to something. Would have been If it's my movie, I would have shown it matter-of-factly instead of fucking focusing on it. Again, it's a minuscule thing. But then they have all this stuff. There's the, the hitchhiker picked up. They have to zoom in right on the fucking armadillo. They show the fucking girl walking, and she has uh, bright red fucking shorts up her crotch. They fucking show um, what else? Mm-hmm. The first hill, the first kill is done with a hammer. The second with the hook. Later on, when the girl comes out of the thing, she literally makes the exact same movements that the girl made out in TCM uh, seventy four when she comes out of the cooler and shakes like that. They, you would almost think this was a remake because they tried way too fucking hard to to, to for the fan service. And I usually don't complain about it. Well, but see, I looked at those positive shit. Loved everything you just said. That yeah, was all positive way to too late. I'm sorry, this is not a remake. In a remake, maybe. But in a movie that's a direct sequel, it's too much fucking pandering. It's way too fucking blatant for me. I thought I, that and, more I, in Return I, to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That one seemed like a direct almost shot for shot. This was like a love note. 
That's the yeah. difference. I think they're doing these as love notes right. back to him, not to piss off fans, but to say, just, hey, we got your back in a sense and, 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 and embrace this. Was, but the way they did it was too fucking contrived. They they have a close-up of the fucking armadillo. They do, they should have done it in a way where, like, like the necklace and the armadillo just could have been in the road, and if you were looking, you could have spotted it. Say, hey, did you notice that? And then Adam, was, Adam Marcus <laughs> wanted the armadillo to wear the necklace. There's no, there's no, there's no the hitchhiker. There's no hitchhiker in his script either. By the way, they said that there's that no was leather, no because it took place either. in '94, and he says that no one was hitchhiking oh, at that time. There's no leather face either. It's a chainsaw wielding <laughs> worm. <laughs> it was very, what do you call it? It was very, um, like I said, it was just too forced. It would have been better if it was not zoom in on every little thing and say, oh, don't miss this. Oh, look at look what we're showing you an armadillo. Oh, look what we're showing. It, to me, it was too contrived. And I don't think I've ever said that on this show ever in any tribute, in any remake. I, I acknowledge them. But the way I was seeing it in this one, it's that they were trying super hard. And they could have just pulled back the reins a little bit. And I think it would have been more appreciated that way. Like we could have been talking about, oh, did you notice this? Yeah, that was kind of a cool thing. But it was like so in your fucking face. That it was kind of bothering me. I was like, man, how hard are you going to fucking try to, to, to force this down our throats? Wow. We know it's. A- I have no issues with those things. Those yeah, are like the either. least. Like, if, like, yeah, I just. I, I, again, I, I didn't even have a, time, we, a problem with the time. Sorry. I think it's because we enjoyed the film, see? Yeah. Say. Say. But I enjoyed it. Say, say. No, I, I know, but I think we're going to be higher on it. It's like when I complained about Halloween 2018. Like, oh, everything's just an Easter egg. Like, the movie sucked. Like, I didn't enjoy the film. So. So maybe I, I'm focused on those things too much. Whereas I had a much higher enjoyment of this, where I'm like, I didn't dissect all of that. I was like, oh, this is cool. Everything's like, like a like a remake at the beginning. I'm like, yeah, they're basically doing scene for scene here, in certain areas. And I'm like, that's cool. I like that, it's even though it is a sequel. It's not no, a remake. I get it. A remake, it would fit in a little bit. But even then, a lot of times people remake movies, and they're like. Okay, do it a certain way. And we've said it before. There's a way to remake a movie and there's a way not to. And a good way is when they, they, they do a little bit of both and they put some things in there. It just seemed like they were trying really hard. Just kind of do your – I mean, I loved the intro with the credits. I thought that was done so well, yeah. taking it back to 74. And picking up right where they left off. Again, yes, obviously it's not the same Drayton. And we know who it is. And it's again, it's for us that they put fucking him in there, Mosley, and that they put Gunner in there. That is fine. That stuff – is okay. It just should have ended there. You know, look at it this way. Look at it this way. Even though it's, even though the timeline might be fucked up and it's 40 years later and, and Leatherface <laughs> is 78 years old at this point. <laughs> He's uh, a little walker. He still, he would still go through his normal routine. Who would not? Hanging people on hooks, putting them in the freezer. So having them kind of be the same as the original kind of. Yeah, but they moved it. Hold on now. That would make sense if they were in the same house. So they moved to this big fucking house. They go, okay, Leatherface, we better bring our fucking. Even though they're not. Grandma. Grandma. It's just a a hook in a freezer. We're just going to bring all these fucking hooks and put them in her basement and fucking uh, this this fucking. Here you go, Sonny. Here's your hooks. The only there's problem no with that basement that... is there's no fucking water. That's the only thing I can see problematic yeah. with it. I needed, I needed it to be <laughs> more <laughs> wet. But think about that. Why would Verna take all that shit, the hooks and the fucking, everything that was in the fucking Texas Chainsaw house. But she seemed say, like hey, the most take... normal member of the family too. Yeah, I don't, exactly. It doesn't make any fucking sense that she would do that stuff. It's, it's what just... he's used to. It's his comfort zone. He's like a big giant man, baby. He needs that around him. <laughs> 
<laughs> to keep him calm. You know what would be better if instead of actual hooks, he had hooks from Police Academy hanging. I, I love I love that he's dressed like he's a member of Riverdance with that fucking red fucking. I I really appreciate Brandon fighting this argument because I'm, I have I'm no fine. issues with this, but at least you're you're you're, you're, you're fighting it. No, like I mean, but, I, but what I'm saying it doesn't make again. sense. Okay. You could say you can change that. Come on, see, you're gonna fucking take all those hanging but I, hooks. I guess it's, it's like they're doing anything with meat. Maybe my cop out is gonna say I don't care because I, I I never had a problem with any of that. You're you're right. You're right. It still doesn't affect the fun or enjoyment factor of this movie. Yeah, you're right. Having that little room in the ba- the uh, the thing there, but this is what I've always said. I typically, my mind, I either I will say I've now like a movie or I don't like a movie. That's it. But I'm not like the little nitpicks there don't irk me. Maybe the, the, Bernard does her own, cuts her own pork chops on the side, and that's where she hangs, you know, her meat, <laughs> and she stores them in the freezer. And it's just people keep yeah, an extra freezer in his in room. room. I know. It's only his fucking area. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's to give him peace of mind because, like, that's like his comfort zone. Okay. Go ahead, B. I'm trying. Okay. First up, flashback scenes. Younger version of the fucking cop. They glue fucking just pieces of hair to the side of his head. <laughs> it looks fucking awful every time I watch it. It looks like he did. They glue this fucking the cubic chops? hair off. <laughs> all this fucking hair, like that fucking scene in Jackass. And then the fucking other guy that's supposed to be the younger version they just glue a fucking mullet on the back of his head. Like, hey, man, I'm going to kill these fucking Sawyers, yo. Fucking. The fake Larry Fessenden? Yeah, the fake Larry. Yes. I'm the mayor. There the were mayor. a couple of fake Larry Fessenden. There the was one another guy, guy, that Ollie guy who got killed. <laughs> yeah, that was the he fake really, Larry Fessenden. He really yeah. looked like a fake They should have just got Larry Fessenden. It would have been a better cast. Yes, because I the, was hoping you. Yes. Because <laughs> the main bad guy in this movie. Worst fucking actor ever. I wanted to punch him every time he came on stage. Which guy? Fuck. The main, the, the mayor. The, the mayor. mayor. Oh, the mayor. The hated him. Fucking hated him. He was the fucking worst. Now, I like Heather. I like Alexandria. I can't even say her last the Dario. name. Dario. I, I call her blue eyes and big boobies. I call That's, her Dario. I call her Italian Chico. princess. I yeah. Call her Dario yeah. Her friends are the worst fucking group of friends ever. Fucking Trey Songs and the other bitch. Not the one guy. That one guy did nothing wrong. The guy that was going to cook for them. It just happened to be his girlfriend cheated on her. Yeah, but he didn't know. And he got sawed in half, too. Okay. I have a question about this, guys. Let me ask all you guys this, because this is the... The third time I saw, the first time I saw was, I think, on Netflix or something. But I recall a scene, or maybe it's just my Blu-ray, but I recall a scene where after she finds, that she actually finds out that they cheated with each other. That's in the unrated cut. Okay, well, how the, so I got the Blu-ray. The Blu-ray I have is not the unrated cut because that scene wasn't in there. I was waiting for it. I thought I watched the unrated and I didn't see it. Maybe I didn't watch the unrated cut. That's the only thing that's different about the unrated cut. That's why I'm so pissed, because when I first watched that cut, I'm like, and then I watched the regular cut on Tubi yesterday, I'm like, you gotta be fucking shitting me, because that's the only fucking difference between so, okay. that and that fucking version. And so I, like, I didn't dream fuck? that. She did find out that they were cheating, and she made a comment to them, and then she said, forget about it or something. Yeah, and then big- Trayson gets killed, because he's terrible. Worst guy ever. <laughs> okay. I, and I, there's Trey of them. Yeah, yeah, this tray of the. I, I do kind of like the look of Leatherface, like, even though I, he does kind of remind me of a Riverdance dancer. 
for the rest of the movie. But uh, then we got Scott Eastwood, who's like Chekhov's son. You know, like he's the oh, I'm 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 the mere son. I, I'm going to pretend the, to be nice. The chief guy, the police guy, yeah. Yeah, I'm like mother like that's like a fucking they don't even go anything he's fucking useless that whole character yeah it's just for that one scene just for that shock of you're not on my side after all yes you know like it was fucking bullshit and you know i wish they didn't even show like he's still out there so like there's no fucking i thought it was just to strengthen that rival between the families like i i again like the Sawyer, like the sawyers and everything like that like i again i and some unjust I thought they did a good job with all that stuff. I actually have no issues with any of that. I, I wish more people died at the, or someone died at the fucking carnival, and supposedly 12 people were supposed to die, and they just took that well, out, Jake's, so it's just a chase. Jake's all back down like a bitch. Yeah, to let yeah the problem is... Yeah, want to play a game? <laughs> the problem with this, is, see, is I got to judge the movie on what we have. I can't judge true. what the Adam no, Marcus is the movie is supposed to be. You know, I'm no, judging no, no, the product as a whole. You know, and no, you know, I, I, like... I, and I I agree with that, and I'm just saying, I I and I don't have a problem with with a lot with what you guys are saying. You guys do, and that's fine. Um, my my really big hiccup would be the fucking timeline. It it, it it's jarring, and it is that bad. It is supposed to be seventy four, and it is two thousand fucking twelve. That does not make sense. But if you don't let that go, you'll never be able to enjoy the movie. I've let it go, and I find it's a fun, I, entertaining. You know what? You know what I put it film. as it's the least an, of my an error. An error on the tombstone. It should have said two thousand two. That's it. No different, no different than Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson. Pamela Anderson's gravestone saying 1979 and everybody takes it for fucking canon because it was in part four. No. It took place, the original one, I don't care what anybody tells me, it doesn't take place in 79. It was filmed in 79. takes place in 80 because there was a Friday the 13th in June of 1980. Now, quick side question. Who had better tits? Pamela Anderson or Pamela Voorhees? Anderson. I'll go with Dario Argenta here, whatever his name is. The Dario Argenta. Oh, yeah. True Detective Season 1. Oh, yeah. There you have it. But, um, there you have it. Here's yeah, a but, question. B, Derek, Derek B, because you hate the movie, kind of. Um, maybe you can make this right for me. Why the fuck was the... Remember that scene when she runs outside and she ends up, like, hiding in that coffin? Why the fuck was that coffin... Exposed because he, he dug, dug up the grandmother. Who's that? No, because he dug up the grandmother. The roof. Okay, hold on, everybody at once. See, you you say it. Oh, I guess because he he, yes. he dug up the grandma and put her back upstairs and she runs into her later. He ran into and they never before. even fucking acknowledge it. All you do is see a, a fucking woman there, she screams and runs away. It's never touched on again. And then, so what? in other words, he dug up. No, I just said, why said, touched like, on again? Yeah, I knew what it was. I knew instantly. (laughs) Why? Why did you know? It's a Texas chainsaw thing. Because it was the fresh grave. She even went to visit it, and there's the fresh dirt over it. And then when she runs outside, it's dug up. up, Okay, hold on. So you mean to tell me at some point, when they got there, it wasn't like that, because she was looking at the grave. So at some point, Leatherface goes outside. It's because after they unlock him, because when the guy unlocks the door, he was locked in. Yeah, if you have, I, 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 I almost know where Dave's going with this, and I'm, 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 I'm going to go insane because you know I'm a Friday fanboy. But if you've got a problem with this, but do not have a problem with Friday the 13th Part Four with Jason 
being down there, sticking a fucking screwdriver to a guy's hand, jumping upstairs, throwing some girl at the window, going back downstairs, sticking Ted, a knife through Ted's fucking head in the back of the thing, going downstairs, killing Rob with the skilling me, skilling me, skilling me. Gordon's jumping out the window upstairs. There's bodies suddenly <laughs> popped up on the fucking door where their Jason couldn't do any of that shit. And it's a nine or 10 out of 10, but you have a problem because this day, grave is now dug up. And when did that happen? No, 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 no. Hold on. You're not okay. letting me finish. Let me, let me tell you this. I'm not. Oh, saying I take everything that. back. I'm sorry. <laughs> Gordon didn't I'm saying, jump up. I'm saying this. Think about this. So let I mean, you 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 may have an answer to the question, and I'll say, okay, thank you for helping me out. This is a general. This is a genuine question. So you're telling me Leatherface at some point since they arrived went down there. It wasn't. Until, I was gonna, it wasn't until they went to go grocery shopping yeah. and they, they left a the guy there because he was still like only him. locked in the room. When he unlocked the door, because that door is locked, that's how Leatherface got out. He was still locked down there because they okay. had the keys. So he gets out then. He goes and he digs up the grave, gets his mother psycho style, decides to put her up in the room, and then just leaves the and doesn't cover up his tracks at all, just leaves the dirt on the outside. And on top of it, this girl comes out of the fucking house. To be fair, they do have corpses in TCM all over their house. Do you know why he brings yeah. her back into the house? Because she was his caretaker for all these years. Yeah. He wants her back in the house. It's a it's love. Actually, it's, it's kind a of love a fine. Again, He's not covering tracks. He's not covering his tracks either. He just wants the mom, his, his caregiver, brought back up, up and kind of respect her and whatever. And that's well, why it. I don't think... Why wouldn't he fucking put the fucking dirt back on? He knows the people are there. Oh, and I'm he's going to end this. up killing all those fucking... Why would the girl, but he needs the caretaker. But he needs her. She, he knows about her. You know what I mean? He he knows that someone's gonna come there and take care, of her and it's Heather. So and now she goes outside. She's already been to the grave. This time she runs out to the grave and it's exposed and doesn't think anything of it and just hops in there, knowing that who else could have opened the fucking thing? And then he's <laughs> sawing it. That's all I'm asking. I I didn't get it's, what. It's it's a not. typical slasher move. A girl making a dumb decision, or a guy, anyone making a dumb decision and hiding in in the worst spot yeah, she, ever. Sure she was chasing for her life then, so I don't think she had time to even think about that. Too. That's fine. I just I wasn't. I guess I didn't put it together that because what, earlier on she was there and she was looking at the grave and everything was fine. I didn't put together that he went and dug up his mother and put it there, and that's why there happened to be because. My note basically says, well, there's a question mark. Um, want to play? You know, that's before. Why was the co- Why was the coffin exposed? That was my question, and that's all I was trying to ask. Why was that coffin exposed? And the answer was because Leatherface dug it out to get his mother out and bring her in the house. Right? That, that would have been the simpler way to the, the answer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to say, why was that coffin exposed? And then you guys, we went down that that. Why house. could you spit it out quicker? You were sorry, angry. Sorry, guys. I was very angry at the time. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Rob why was saying, you're killing me, and this is happening. Yeah. Well, no, it's so just, I feel, I feel like we, we will give this pass to the Friday 13th movies that are chock full of fuck-ups and it's okay but then so when i hear fuck-ups I'm like, oh but you didn't have ones. me on any of those reviews i'd fucking butcher the fuck out of those yeah, movies yeah. true okay but yeah and again no. the true we we just let them go and i again i just said i've have hiccups with this one but 
once again, if this took place in 2012, then there's no problem with the FaceTime. There's no problem with the wardrobe. There's no problem with the age. But then, yeah, you've got to shift the time frame of where the original starts. But having her, she's not 39 years old here. She's not, you know, and I guess that's the biggest, biggest, uh, the, the biggest, like, really screw up. All the other stuff is about family and about, like, you know, a rivalry between these these families that uh, that have spanned decades, I dig it. and I dig that. Um, I'm I'm okay with it. I'm like, it's not picture fucking perfect, but I but it it's fun and gory. Yeah. Let me ask you this: Do they show Leatherface digging that grave or not? No. 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 Okay. No. See, honestly, that's all they would have had to do. It would have been a better decision to show him going out there, or just show him digging, and us as the viewer questioning it. Why is Leatherface digging? What's going Mama. on? Because then later when you see the, 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 the woman there, you know what the fuck's going on. Because the first time I see this woman sitting in this chair, when she goes up there, I'm like, who the fuck is this? What's going on here? I just wish it would have been, you know. Ah, Verna Sawyer, bitch! <laughs> yeah. Well, they are they are grave robbers. Like I mean, they did they they took that that was the whole thing from the from the original, right? All the graves being yeah. Well, yeah. robbed or and or or uh, desecrated. It's hilarious that Brandon doesn't have issues with all these callbacks because then when you guys review 2018 Halloween, too many fucking callbacks. Yeah, yeah. see that's he what did, I'm saying. Everybody does But no, I even yeah. I even referenced it before. I said it's just simply because I found enjoyment in this film, so the enjoyment outweighed any sort of nitpicks. Whereas in Halloween 2018, okay. I didn't find myself enjoying it. Granted, I've only seen it once. I have not gone back to revisit Come it on, yet. Turkish Loomis is the goat of that franchise. Loomis. <laughs> I can his own environment. This is why I question I question all of this. I brought it up on, on the Watsi once. I said, is it fair for us? Because I hear people doing it on podcasts all the time. They always pile on when they don't like the movie, but the movies they like they fucking don't have those same complaints about those movies. Are we doing our job as fucking? Are we being fair reviewers when we do this? This no, was a we, question I posed on Watsi. You know, I, I'm not saying I have the answer, and I am. Then I'm, it was just something I uh, because I hear people do it all the time. I don't think it's the way to we're go. We're definitely not I being. We're being it's not the way to this go. This is what I said I, earlier today. I, I said we're not. We're not. I'm not objectively reviewing movies, or no, there would be yeah. no ten out of ten Friday the Thirteenth. I'm being honest. There, there's no way a Friday the 13th movie would be a 10 out of 10 fucking movie. There's just but not. But to you it is. But to me, the, to me, the, 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 I, will, I will rate. Yeah, but from your standpoint, we would have to, like, basically create a rubric to, to judge every movie off the same standard. And no. that would be. What I'm saying is I don't like it when people nitpick these movies. But if it happens to be a movie they'll, they like. They don't look at that. Yes, that's because there's no standard for, for, there's no rubric. There's no sort of like um, blueprint for for the standard way to review a movie for them. Whereas sometimes you see critics on TV, they break it down into like three things. JP tries to do this and it it annoys me. Bad word placement. JP tries to like, he'll be like, I hated this movie, but it's a great movie. Like, what? No, it doesn't make sense to me. It either is or but yeah. that's more in line with what you're going for, where he's no, trying this, to be objective. Is, but it no, just this is the JP off. moment. When <laughs> I, I love Troll Two more than Troll One, point five out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that doesn't make sense to me. To me, this is it. When you're reviewing a movie, I don't. People don't listen to fucking podcast to see 
And again, here's the thing. That's not even objective. If you say that this movie has the best acting and is shot the best, has the best score, the best cinematography, has all this, 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 and this, okay, that doesn't a good movie make. You can have all this great stuff, but if the plot doesn't suck you in, or if you're watching the movie and it's a horror movie and they, they, they cut away on the kills and you don't get to see the gore, for whatever reason you want to complain, I'm not listening to a podcast to see what is the best made film. Made. Not best film is a big difference, and that will always bother me. There's a best made film, there's the best film, and there's your favorite film. To me, best and favorite are the same thing. I don't give yeah. a fuck how good a movie is made. I don't care. I'm not here to do that. Yeah, Anyone can do sure. that. You know what I mean? That That's the difference to me. Well, then you're more in the subjective category with us, the way we do it, where we'll forgive it for one but not for another because it's all hey, about enjoyment. Hey, man. Hey, man. But I, I give movies. Hey, or the nostalgia factor, like we said earlier. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like I give movies tens all the time. You know me, and but I could like, ten out of ten, Derek. We of course. But, we know but I nitpick the movie still. Like I yeah. give the original Halloween a ten, but that whole scene where you know you see Michael with the fucking mask already, and then on then you know Lori and Annie are driving after school because you see that scene with the mask on, the fucking grocery store alarms going off, and the cops. We just got here. The fucking it's going been. Guy stole a mask, some rope, you know. Yeah. Michael. There's that. And where were they driving to? Going off all morning. We don't know how long that alarm was going off for. Yeah, for like eight hours. (laughs) Eight hours. It's the worst police squad ever. (laughs) (laughs) The police stations right down the the street. And again, I I, watch you all those times. I never really thought about it. Then all of a sudden, you just one one day, same sort of like, wait a second here. That, and then when they they drive. They drive, it's dusk, and it's dark, and they get to the house, and then you find out that Loomis walks around the fucking corner at the end of the movie, from <laughs> seeing, and you're like, I was over here, I'm over here. Hey, where were they driving to? You know, <laughs> anyway, like... we're not talking about Halloween. This movie, I do love Texas Chainsaw. I'm watching it right now. The cop's getting his face peeled off. This might be the goriest. This actually might have K&B, K&B the last the effects, two right? movies. K&B, you're right. Yep, two yeah. of them. Correct. Oh, That's saw uh, in half. Of that yeah. one guy on the hook is fucking yeah. tremendous. Yeah. yeah. It's gory. Yeah, yeah, the last one gore, was gory. Yeah, yeah it, it's good gore. The lighting. I like the aesthetic. I like the lighting in this one. Oh, Here he goes with the lighting. I forgot to talk about my favorite character in the movie. Richard What's your Reilly. favorite character? Richard Reilly. Richard Reilly is the lawyer. He's like a oh. little cuddly bear. Oh, oh yeah, that guy. He's, he's from the little cuddly bear. Hatchet. He's in Hatchet. And he's in a Killerama. Killer is his best role. Rosebud, oh. motherfucker! Oh, office space. His jump to conclusions, Matt. Jury yeah. duty. <laughs> He's doing pretty much Christmas everything. Though. Jury yeah. duty. Remember when fucking what's his name threatens him? When Joe Pesci Say tells him he's the banker? Judge Ito. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Goodfellas, yeah. Wasn't he in Fear, yeah, Inc. also? Didn't he wear the Drew Barrymore sweater in yeah. Fear, Inc.? He got he got yeah. Barrymore'd. Bill got, got Barrymore'd. Barrymore'd. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he got Barrymore'd. Yes. <laughs> I think he's guy. even he's even like the security guy in the beginning of the fugitive too. I think in the bus. Wow! Now you're going obscure. I'll, I'll say this, okay? It's a solid enough first fifty minutes, five zero. That's when I noticed the shift. But the introduction to the characters, getting to the house, picking up the hitchhiker, going there, and everything that happens, and then the fucking chase, I think is great when he gets out and you know and he's chasing her through the fucking you thing. Let her and, out. 
Sorry. Dude, that stuff is great. The first 50 minutes, it's it's fun. It's an action, not, and it's not action pack, but you get enough kills and action and story setup slasher style that I, I'm on board for the first 50 minutes. Then, not as much, but it's good setup kills and action. I like it. The Ferris wheel ride fucking gag, yeah. right? When she's on that thing going up, and that's all cool shit. I really don't like, I don't even mind the other line as much as I don't like fucking welcome to Texas, motherfucker, which makes no sense. She's not yeah. from Texas. They live there. How, why would she say that? Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, stupid. I hate but, that line more than do your thing, cuz. Oh, no question. Do your thing, cuz. Well, she is it's from not Texas. The greatest. She, just, uh, she just realized it by uncovering it by doing six hours no, the, of research. No, the, the lady who says <laughs> that is not from Texas. <laughs> It's the fucking cheating it's her fucking friend, bitch isn't it? friend. Yeah. The, the, oh, okay. The bitch friend. No, she's Derek's not from Texas at all. The cheating right, bitch you... friend. That <laughs> are. I love yeah. her. Oh, she's... I love her. Oh, I know what you want to do to her. You want to suck a fart out of that, huh, bro? Oh, I want to play Nicky Nicky Nine Door. I would eat that jumper <laughs> and... Oh, you want that corn kernel? And take the rest home in a doggy bag. I didn't... Did you eat corn earlier? I would have I would have two Ew. pink eyes, two pink eyes. Oh, you could yeah. just tell. Oh, I love you right now, B. Now you're talking. Now you're fucking. Yeah, this, get it out this, there. This is old cinema attack talk. She's. Stunning. I love it. They're oh, dude, stunning. she they're she both. looks like a bad girl. Now, they're both stunning in different ways, but she looks. She has that edge to her. She looks like she's a bad girl. Yeah. It, it, where uh, like Alexandra Daddario is just fucking stunning. Yeah, she's just dressed like beetle. She's just dressed like Beetlejuice the whole movie. Dark hair, blue eyes. She is just very, very beautiful, attractive. Everything. <laughs> the, like... the black and white stripes. That's why I said Beetlejuice. I'll eat anything you want me to eat. You know, come on down now. I do like dog. You know, you know, eat her ass. Like little... <laughs> oh yeah. Like but the movie slows shit. down. Then the movie slows down, and there's all that stuff, which I respect her finding the information out and, and more about the politics of the city and the Sawyers and what happened and how these guys did what they shouldn't have done. And we get in. By the way, didn't they remind you the beginning of the movie of the beginning of fucking Devil's Rejects when they first pull up to the place and start fucking blasting them? Very familiar to me. Yeah, it was kind of cool. But all that stuff is fine, but the movie kind of slows down. Then you don't get any more kills, and nothing happens for a little while. And then the, the police station scene with uh, with the camera with the the other cop kind of guiding through is a little slow. It, it's done so it gives Alexandria like tw- what seems like twelve hours to go through the entire file and piece everything <laughs> together. Then she goes yeah, to run out, go meet Richard really. But I love how he opens the freezer and she pops up and he shoots her. Because it would have been ah, a gut reaction. Yeah. You would have freaked out like bam, oh shit. Ah shit. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Leatherface in there, and I would have been mad. I would have been like, there's no way Leatherface would do something like that. No way he'd that's fit a, in there. That's a 5 by 7 True, it is small, but still, I don't know what <laughs> But still, I'm like, if you would have popped out, I would have been like, no. That's a Jason Part 2 or a fucking Michael from Part I 1. I still think it would have been better if they had hooks from Police Academy on the hooks. Oh, it would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hooks. That should yeah. be our move. <laughs> but I think it slows down. You know, uh, it's you just that bullshit with Eastwood's kid. Yeah, Eastwood. Like you, you know from the start. Like even if it's your first time seeing, it, you're like, this guy's up to no good. Like something's gonna happen. Like the first time I saw it, I was like, he's he's a Sawyer. He's another secret Sawyer that got away. Oh, he's a, he's a secret. Sawyer. 
But then they Secret Sawyer. Secret Sawyer. Secret Hartman. Isn't that the other family? What, Bert Hartman? Yeah. Yeah. I did not see it. This is on you, Bert. This is on you, Bert. (laughs) But I'll tell you this. I'm going to defend this movie in in a different way now. I hear lots of people complain. I'm I'm on the other side of the fence here now. I hear a lot of people complain saying that they think that her switch was done too too quickly and then all of a sudden she's going to align herself with these people and this and that. By the time that happens in the movie, I think it's justifiable because her home life is shit. The people that adopted her treat her like shit. She yeah. comes out here, her friends aren't all that. Again, they remove that one scene from the thing, but she, so she knew that there was cheating going on. Now, yes, she does know that fucking Jed killed somebody. I understand, but but she also figures out, hey, these people torched and fucking killed this whole family when they were complying to fucking send him out and do it. Yeah. So these people are against me. So who else am I going to align myself with? If, if I don't, these people here are going to kill me anyway because I'm just going to be another victim for fucking yeah. Sawyers. And I am a Sawyer. So why would I not be, go against them? So I think the switch, given everything that we've seen her character go through from the jump of the movie, it makes sense that she would align herself with him. Because yeah. she was going to leave, remember? And then she heard this and that. Then the guy kept talking. Hey, I'm going to kill you today. And you're no good, beautiful cousin. Or whatever the fuck he said. You're pretty ass fucking cousin from so-and-so. And then she turns around. Then she throws him the saw and says, do your thing, cuz. I do not mind that. I guess the line is cheesy. Fine. but I like she, it. I Maybe the way- it. She aligns himself with him. And I'm okay with it. A lot of people hate that aspect of the movie. And I do not. So, I like it. Oh, I like the line. Oh, no, I like her aligning. Uh, the first time I heard the line, I was like, I, I guess it just blindsided me. And I was like, what the fuck? But again, upon rewatch, no issue. It, it's still you got to also yeah. remember, we're, but, we're on the seventh Texas Chainsaw movie. I don't yeah. need any more homages like to the like original with, with, the extent, with the extent you don't of need what them. happened. I just complained about fucking five of them. T- ten minutes of them and you said, oh, I love it. <laughs> I do love it. I, just, I don't need any more. Which one is it? <laughs> I don't need any more after that. I said that. I said after that, I don't need any more. I could have a completely different film. Why does every film have to be the same sort of drab sort of like I, it's part two. This is like another part two, except nowhere near as good, but still very good. No coke dog Dennis Hopper. Yeah. I don't think the homages to the original are overly in your face. I really don't. They are in the first few minutes. Yes, it's way too much, man. But again, car... we'll agree to disagree, I guess. I just, I, I just don't. I don't know. It didn't feel yeah. forced to me. It just felt like they I were so creating the atmosphere, especially since it takes place two seconds after the original yeah. ends. It's like that part is fine, but everything in in, in 2013, the, they don't need to do that. That's all of I'm saying. Course, I, I'm still. I still stand by the fact that Leatherface is going to hook and sort of. Uh, Put his victims in freezers if he's allowed to. I'm get okay out with them. that, but I don't think that's his gig anymore. He's not a killer anymore. He's being taken care of this by Verna and just staying here. And yes, fucking, but he's locked you know, up. But if you let him loose, he's going right. to kill. I'm but, not saying yeah. he wouldn't. No, that's and fine. And that's what he does. He kills and he kills in the same fashion that he killed in for the last 40 years. Yeah. And this is something else positive about this film that I'm going to say. Again, I'm, I'm switching. Yes, I have my complaints, but there's things I like. I also well, like. Which the- is it? That we find yeah. it's both. Like I said, there's good and there's bad. But 
This is the first. This is Leatherface's movie. This movie should have been titled Leatherface instead of the next one because there are no other family members. He's finally front and center doing the fucking killing and being the main antagonist outside of the cop, of course, but you know the mayor. But you know what I mean. He's the fucking the killer in this movie, and it's just him without his brothers. I think that's what's good about it. It's really good. It's it, this is a Leatherface movie, the only one really. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. The only doubtful yeah. of when she says do your thing, cuz, is it takes him a little too long to do his thing. Well, he's like 75. <laughs> he's 75, and he's like, wait, we're cousins? He's like, he's like, he's, he's like fucking Rick Flair. What is cuz short for? Yeah, you know? He doesn't even know the short form of cuz. He's like, well, he's, thinking cuz? he's thinking B cuz. He's thinking B cuz. He's looking behind him, thinking there's a guy named cuz behind him. But anyway, like, he, when you, when you call the line right. cheesy, it works because this is a cheddar film. This no, is a better version of TCM. It works. I figured it out, I figured it out though, because she wasn't saying cuz as in cousin. She was saying, do your thing, cuz. These people have fucked you and your family over for years. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> in the, that's in the unrated version. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that do, you was like, do you think cuz? What? Do you think cuz? They even cut out the B before it. It used yeah. to be, do you think because? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fixed it for myself. Do you think cuz? You know why? Because <laughs> these guys are assholes. I will say the grinder kill if you're not watching it in 3D looks kind of shitty. Yeah. yeah. But all 3D kills yeah. kind of look shitty if you're not watching it in yeah. 3D. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I just wish that they showed like the. the Kill the fucking son because you know like that's never gonna have like a sequel that follows yeah, that, that up. Yeah, yeah, it could have used a could have used a good kill of him. Yeah. Hey, did you guys see the after credit scene? What? Yes, great after credit scene. Ridiculous but fun. Yeah. No, awesome. He's got to finish. He's got to finish off crossing off his victims from the uh, from the original mob, the oh, original yeah, yeah. lynch mob. The parents sure. show up. She invites the parents out. Uh, true. You're right. She probably invited him. Okay. No, she definitely did. She's staying there. She's caring for him. She's gonna fulfill she's, her. She's family now. She's yeah. a swear. Although like, it is ridiculous at the end. <laughs> I mean, and I'm, I'm, I'm again. I'm stealing something from Jamie. After they kill the fucking. After they kill the thing and it's over with and you see the fucking girl walking with Leatherface they're like walking together down the fucking street and shit it looks like fucking like uh, Winnie the Pooh and Piglet like walking down the trail Aww, or something. I would love <laughs> that it's so fucking whimsical it. you would never see Leatherface walking down the fucking it's thing in this girl the like, only time that it was ever whimsical is that fake trailer for fucking to ECM3 where you know he gets the fucking chainsaw for like Excalibur yeah <laughs> Oh yes. Why can't why can't it, why does it seem ridiculous him walking with a female yet if him if he's walking with Drayton and uh, Nubbins it's not like ridiculous because he never walks around like that because like the only the only other time we see him walk is it, it's badass is at the end of fucking the beginning, beginning. he's yeah. walking down the street when he kills somebody that's intimidating seeing a fucking psycho killer like any of them imagine Jason or Michael or anybody doing it at the end of the day. Okay, let's go home now. We did what we had to do. Let's walk back home this long walk. It's just fucking ridiculous. Come on. It's silly. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, when, you're, the- when you're talking about a 30-year time jump and uh, uh, maybe a little bit more rational, because he's but sort of like complete, he's completed his task of getting revenge against those who murdered his entire family. Yeah, but the fact that he's, that he's in public, that he's walking around places... <laughs> 
walking back to the house, just like I like that. He didn't. I wish there was like a like, mall like scene like a where they just go mall shopping and do change outfits. <laughs> Something, yeah. They should go. They should stop at a fucking. You know, a drive in and get a burger on the way home. Let's sit down. <laughs> <laughs> it's less ridiculous. It's less ridiculous than Michael Myers driving to Spirit of Halloween to get a Shatner mask. Leave oh. my Shatner mask alone. I mean, fucking, he learned to drive last night. Like, fuck, fuck that. That's ridiculous. The Thorn called time to drive. You know? At least Leatherface isn't driving or fucking operating a boat. Let's take this train I built. You never know if he could. They Did shouldn't you... have shown the scene at all. The movie just should have ended there. The kills happen. And if they want to touch upon that she's the new caregiver, show them at home later. Don't show them walking home. It's just fucking, I don't know. It, it doesn't belong there. It's like the end of a fucking a melodrama or something. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It doesn't fit to me. It's it, it's funny. It's goofy. Yeah. It, it, it's like Jamie said. It's like, it's like fucking Winnie the Pooh and Piglet walking down the fucking the rural church at the end. I don't know. It's just weird. Christian, get in on this. I got to fucking you know movie this. myself, you fucking prick. Yes. <laughs> you skunk bastard. Yes, I'm trying here. These fucking guys are ripping two people could you imagine, down a road apart. Could you imagine Jason walking down the fucking thing with some guy at they the end of the can talk another two hours. My rating's staying the exact same. I, I don't get swayed. It is whatever it is. You can, it, it, so uh, I'm done. That's true. We've, yeah. I guess. I guess. <laughs> in that case, I don't know. Derek, you I have did. more to add. You have more to, to tear apart that I haven't fucked that neither of us have brought up. I'd like to hear if there's more. No, actually, I pretty much said all my complaints on the movie. You know, I do find it kind of tedious following these characters that I'm not really rooting for. I, I like Heather. I like. There's some things I also like in the movie. Like I like that she makes bone art. That's a nice callback to TCM. Yeah. You know, that's all I you needed. Know. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. That was kind of fun. She likes playing with bones. She works at a meat pet. You know, there's some fun stuff in yes. there. I don't. I, like I don't it. actually. You know, I don't actually hate this movie. Like I was edging on. You know, I kind of enjoyed it too. I'm not saying it's fucking perfect though. No, of course you know? not. Far from I don't think even Brandon and I were. Far from perfect, but enjoyable. I wa- I would watch this one again sooner than I watch O3 again. Yeah, O three fucking sucks. Yeah, Fuck I thing. really don't like O three, and O three O three feels yeah. like and my the boy homage. Tucker, and my boy Jonathan Tucker's in it, yeah. you know. He's, he's, and yeah, that feels like the homage to the original is forced and ran down your throat. And the, that and the, one feels like it. Yeah, but they didn't do anything there. Yeah, but it, it was still feels forced down your throat. To look at Jessica Biel's—it's an ass. Just that low everything. angle shot coming up to the house and, and whatever. Yes, they, they did. Yeah. But, but that's know. different. It's not the same exact thing. Not the same clothes. Not the I would, rather have, I would rather have the same thing with a different look to it, a more cheesy slasher look to it than a fucking just grainy looking try to recreate nineteen seventy four. Beginning, like I said, had the same look, but a much more entertaining film and finally a chainsaw wielding Leatherface who uses his chainsaw to kill. Yeah. And the last two great... more, more slashers. Sorry, Derek. For yeah. That, yeah. Better ending too in that one. Oh, much better. Yeah. Oh boy. Texas Chainsaw 03 for me, all the needs is like maybe 10 minutes of editing and you have a, 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 a better film. Definitely. It just needs some things. Because Marcus and Spells a fucking music video director. It looks like a fucking music video for most of it. That's, that's true too. 
Yeah. yeah, you know. But it's whatever, you know. I, I like the movie. Uh, if we're rating it now, 6 out of 10, oh. that's as high as I can go. All right. I mean, that's that's a decent rating based on what you guys are saying. I mean, yeah. I'm 7. I'm 7 out of 10, and I it, it, again, it, it, I think that's a fair rating for it. <laughs> I'm exactly there, 7 out of 10. Oh, I'm six and a half. So. Six and a half? You <laughs> fucking... <laughs> you motherfucking motherfucker, you. Where are I you told you, there's good and there's bad, and the first 50 minutes are fucking quite good. I, don't I just don't like some of the stuff, and I did have some complaints. about the most of the fucking armadillos you pulled, wearing you the necklace. You pulled a Brandon. That was a Brandon where he's like, where you feel like he's shitting on the movie all day. I'm a seven yeah. and a ten. I'm like, what? the hell happened there you that's good though to, i'm happy i'm happy d because that's fair that's a fair rating so i'm happy it's just a hang-up i guess because of the conversation of the hang-ups i thought maybe you'd be five and a half or six like uh but six is still decent so i i don't think there's anything yeah, wrong with a like, six a six is it's not watch like mother's of Tear, which goes down every time i watch it with all that fucking shitty cgi in that movie yeah. which one it's mother of tears you know, I still haven't seen Mother of Tears. Wow. Oh, wait till you see that CGI Dario Nicolodi. Oh, no. I gotta watch that. That's like one of the few Argentos I haven't seen. And the fucking song, the song, Mother! Mother! <laughs> yeah, but the time is Timeline thing is a problem, obviously. Time Oh, tears! <laughs> He's trying to explain something. He's fucking singing around. I'm still oh, mad okay. at Dave. I'm still mad at Dave for fucking nitpicking the armadillo and then saying the first 15 minutes of the film were his favorite and giving Five it a six zero. and a half out the of first, ten. All I'm saying is the first 50 <laughs> minutes are a nice fucking fun ride for a slasher flick. I'm on board with all that stuff. Yes, I thought they were heavy-handed with the fucking with the callbacks and the obvious things to, to part one, but that was my only complaint. I didn't even hamper on the timeline. I said it could have been easily fixed, yeah, and shame on them for not doing it, but like that the, was my only complaint. Like I had a question. Well, I just had a question about the coffin <laughs> being exposed. It wasn't a complaint, and it was answered. So the my the, the worst thing I had to say was what I said the fucking that bullshit in the beginning. But I mean that is not a movie make again. It's just I wish we did, they would have toned it down a little. But I don't it like this new phrasing. That is not a movie make. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my biggest nitpick of this show. Oh yeah, is what <laughs> that is not a movie make. Oh my this god, new, <laughs> this new phrasing. Of the... I like that. that I don't mind. I don't mind that phrasing, Dave. I just Thanks. want to remind everybody that they, shit, yeah. we will be putting on that twenty minute. Uh, interview at the end and thank you for John Rhodes for sending it I think uh, it's great I I wish like um, you didn't send it no 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 <laughs> I I I wish I could have been part of that interview process because there would have been I I wanted to I want to talk to Adam Marcus because I actually want to say you've irked me but every time I hear him speak about the damn movies I, I I'm on board with what he has to say so I'm almost forgive him well, he's a smooth talker, but but still, at the end of the day, you got to watch his film. Watch fucking J- Jason Goes to Hell, and you'll see. There's no way he could he could talk for fucking 100 straight years, and he's not going to convince me there's good about that movie. I'm with Dave on this. Fuck that guy. Fuck <laughs> him. I guess he's a nice guy, though. I just Enjoy the interview, everybody. Yeah, I'm sure he's a great guy, but fuck I him anyway. I did actually listen to Adam Marcus on a podcast recently where he was talking about Freakin's Cruising, which was pretty good. I uh, never so, saw it. Someday. Well. Well, so, I, I just want to say, yeah, enjoy the interview because I think it's it's a great way, a great little compliment to what we've been talking about here. 
Um, and it definitely um, talks about some of the nitpicks, not necessarily all of them, because all those, it sounds like all the direct continuation and the callbacks were probably part of that original one. So, but I those were nitpicks to me or to Brandon. So, more like nitwits. <laughs> no, it's, am I right? That's what, we, that's what we were gonna nickname the fucking the guy's hair in the beginning of the movie. Uh, now that's a nitpick, <laughs> but that's funny. His his wig, his hair did look ridiculous. I didn't even notice it as usual. Yeah, I never it looked noticed like it was just like painted that. on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that. I didn't notice bad acting. I didn't notice any of that shit. Maybe if I, I'm glad I I don't. Because I would come down on movies more. Think about it. At least I fucking, you know, easily amuse is a good thing to be. Fucking so. Shit, man. Um, Maybe that's why. Maybe I notice only ridiculous shit that other people don't notice. But I don't notice the obvious things. It, it, it's, it's a fact, I think, at this point. We have to thank Mothra for joining us. Look, he looks like Mothra oh, is yeah. doing it. <laughs> oh, there's his. There's well, I mean, he said Martha. I'm like, what are you and, talking about? Martha. And, and, and of, of course. the And Judy. Hey, hey, Judy, yeah. yeah. Not Derek. Not, hey, Brandon? Judy. No. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a B. Give me Brandon. a J. <laughs> Thank you, Derek, for joining us on this one. Yeah, yes. it was a fun time, man. Absolutely. And right. what do you got coming up on, on the uh, the podcast train? I know you got stuff brewing. Yeah, we do. Uh, we just released the episode on Cinema Attack. Uh, it was me and Dubby and special guest Mark Ball. Uh, from uh, the Doing the Nasty podcast, we just did an episode on uh, Summoning Demons films where we did Pumpkinhead, Piwacka, and Candisha. That was a fun time. And we have another episode coming out where we're going to title it Lions, Tigers, and Bears. Oh my. Where we're really? Gonna be, yeah, where we're going to be doing. Can I guess? Can I guess? Um, the one movie that just came out a, f- a few years ago, it's about a tiger loose in the fucking. Or was it a lion? There was something loose in the streets, and it had a, a, a similar name like another movie did, and I kept getting Encaged. confused. Encaged, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's actually one of the movies. I See, there you go. It's so a fun movie. Doing Burning Bright? Are you doing it's Burning Bright? Yeah, Burning Bright. Yeah, and the bear is going to be, uh, what do you call it? Fucking Grizzly. Into No, Into the Grizzly Maze we're doing. Uh, oh, Into the Grizzly Maze, yes. Burning so. Bright. Burning Bright does not get enough love. Burning Bright is a fucking good film it was, I mean, almost, it was it almost one of my 2011 picks for the summer series i yeah, should have no, that's it. a that's a that's never a, heard of it oh it's a yeah it's about a tiger loose in the house and a sister and during her, a hurricane yeah during a hurricane and sister and a autistic brother have to survive in the house while the tiger's loose it's really good it's a cgi tiger or no no it's a real t- they use it's a real a, tiger yeah, it's real watch this movie now it's what? a very good film i think it's on tubi wow yeah. continued yeah. Not and yet. Meatloaf, and meatloaf's <laughs> in it too. <laughs> I love meatloaf. Kuno, mashed potatoes. Kuno matata. Yeah, sorry. This is my my one thing has been kicked out. Yeah, but you kicked out about twenty minutes. I, I, I wish I wish you got <laughs> kicked out twenty minutes. But, but As do I. I'll just do one because I have like six different shows. Uh, you also find me on No More Room in Hell, where it's me listening to Mike and Venom talk about video games most of the time. <laughs> and then uh, they're here. Should be returning soon because uh, uh, the next episode we're actually going to be doing the Poltergeist franchise, which kind of right. sucked because it was during when we were about to be involved in the summer series, which kind of. We had to watch 400 movies for that, so we went kind of crazy. Never heard of the Summer Series. It's fun, and you can find me on the Summer Series where I was on 2011 and 2016. Will not be funny. 
Yeah. I'll edit that out. Let's go. I'll edit that out. You fucking answer. I'm kidding. Oh, oh shit. Cool. Thank well, you. Well, yes, yes. Thank you for sure. And the summer sausage series will still be. We have one more episode of that. So, what's next episode? What's on it? Amityville Dollhouse and another another Leatherface. I'm really. I've only seen that. Another leather face. It made my I'm, it made my list that year. It was I don't know if that it, was that seventeen and, or eighteen. And, that was eight. and, and Dave, you if you don't remember, actually the movie we just reviewed uh or seventeen is actually canon with that prequel. Really? Because Stephen Dorff plays a Hartman in that movie. No shit. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Well, I've only seen that movie once, and uh, yeah, it was my number I, seventeen of two thousand seventeen. It was okay to me. I wasn't excited to go back and see it, but who knows? Maybe I'll like it more this time. I don't know. I've only seen it the one time. It's it's tough for me to, you know, it's it's a couple years now. But that's it. Leatherface from whatever year it is, and uh, Amityville Dollhouse to wrap up the summer sausage. So they they won't talk about the summer series, but they will talk about the summer sausage series. So at least summer I got sausage that. Sausage is far better than the summer series. Polish, much, Polish, much and kubasa. Must. Sicilian. Sicilian spicy. There you go. Absolutely. Yes. So that's my nickname in high school. I am. So I guess we gotta call it a day. Thank you, everybody. Thank you again, Derek. We are uh we'll be out of here. We'll we will be back soon and uh and we yeah. apologize that you have to listen to John Rhodes right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're his love favorite, you, but not for much longer. I don't no, know. I love Rhodes. I'm just teasing. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Stick Rhodes. around after. Are you putting it after the credits? Or are you putting I'm it I'm putting right it now? on right now. Exploding heads. Dave, Christian, and Brandon. This is John Rhodes. And I thought I'd contribute just a little bit tonight. Here's an excerpt from an as-of-yet unaired interview I conducted with Adam Marcus for a Friday the 13th retrospective special for the movie Misfits. In this clip, he discusses his work on Texas Chainsaw 3D. I thought I'd send this in because he gives a great look behind the scenes of the film, what it could have been, and he even answers some of those nagging questions fans have had. Hopefully this helps you fucking skunks. Enjoy. I have to ask you, um, you worked on Texas Chainsaw 3D. I did. Uh, just curious, what can you tell us about that? Because, I mean, you worked on two of the big four franchises. That's amazing right there. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, look, here's what I can tell you about Texas Chainsaw. Deb and I were, uh, we were represented by, uh, by a company called Evolution, Evolution Entertainment, which is a management company in Hollywood. And we had incredible managers there, Stephen Gates and Evan Corday, amazing people. Mark Berg ran the company, and Mark Berg is also the guy who brought you Twisted Pictures and the Saw franchise. Oh, okay. Uh, Mark had a second-in-command working at that company for him and Oren Kulis, uh, this guy who, um, who I won't name, but was uh, really somebody who, um, who's pretty infamous. They had hired a fantastic writer to do the initial drafts of that movie. 
So Stephen Sasko, the guy who wrote The Grudge, um, also who did that fantastic um, Unfriended Dark Web movie that came out a couple of years ago. So good. Um, he wrote and directed that. Really good. Uh, Stephen is uh, uh, another madman. He's freaking crazy and he's awesome. Uh, Stephen wrote a script that Lionsgate, which at the time was going to be producing the movie with Twisted Pictures, he wrote a draft that Lionsgate hated. They gave Stephen notes. Basically, they did not want cannibalism to be part of the movie. Okay? Um, now, Stephen, much like I would have, said, wait a minute, it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. They're cannibals. That's the whole point. Yeah. That's the movie. Well, here's the thing. Lionsgate had had a disaster with Midnight Meat Train. It was one of the biggest disasters of Lionsgate's history. They did not want anything about cannibalism ever again. It was off the plate for Lionsgate. So, Stephen, being the madman that he is, and being as much of a horror fanatic as he is, went, okay. And he doubled down. <laughs> and gave them a movie that was more about cannibalism. So Stephen was let go from the project and they started looking for new writers. Well, Deb and I were at evolution. Twisted pictures were making the movie. They immediately came to us. Deb and I came up with a story, right? We pitched it to everybody at evolution and at twisted. They loved what we did. Loved it. And then they gave our two page story outline to 17 other writers. Oh, God. Yeah. And suddenly, Deb and I had to pitch against 17 other writers, including, uh, you know, my, my friend Marcus Dunstan uh, and partner Patrick, who had written most of the Saw franchise for Lionsgate. So Deb and I wrote a 15-page treatment for the movie. We also wrote the first 11 pages of the screenplay because they were running out of time. They had to get this thing into production. Otherwise, they were going to have to pay an extra million dollars for rights. So Deb and I did all this work. We were the last people to pitch, dead last. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We were second to last. Patrick and Marcus came in right after us. We did our pitch, and the room was shocked. One, we had a 15-page treatment for the movie. Two, <laughs> we'd written the first 11 pages. We wrote that whole opening sequence of the film. And they were like, what the hell? Like, they'd never had anybody come in like that. Um, and of course we were like, yeah, well, we're the ones who wrote the freaking story to begin with. So, mm -hmm. so yeah, we're going to be a little further ahead on how to deal with this story since it's our story. Anyway, we beat out all the other writers and this is from Lionsgate, not from Twisted. This was Lionsgate wanted us. So, which was great, right? Right. Okay. We come in to do the script. Deb and I write ostensibly six drafts, but really only two drafts officially. Um, we wrote a movie that was going to be a $20 million film. Mm. Lionsgate loved what we came up with and were ready to move down the line with us. But the producer of the film who had come from Twisted, this guy was uh, awful. He would have screaming fights at meetings where Deb and I would be sitting there quietly just wanting to like do what the studio wants us to do and, and get this movie made. And this guy would just go bananas every time we walked in a room with him. Well, Lionsgate said to this producer said, you know what? Um, we can't work with you. 
you're going to go and find financing elsewhere. We're going to release the movie, but we're not producing it anymore. Get out. So he had to go find money. He then cut the budget by over, uh, I think it was 60%. So it was that $8 million budget. Oh, wow. Right. He wanted Deb and I to come back and do rewrites on the film for free. And by the way, just so that you know, our bonus was tied to the budget of the film. Oh, God. So by cutting the budget of the film, we were literally cutting our money in half. We were cutting our bonus in half. So I said, we would be happy to come back and do the rewrite of the movie. All we ask is we had box office bumps in our contract that were not guaranteed. I said, as long as you guarantee our box office bumps, then if the movie makes a certain amount of money, Deb and I will get paid from the audience, not from you guys, and we won't lose our bonus. So literally, we were going to do the rewrites for free. If the movie was a success, which it was, we would get a little extra money. And I'm saying a very little extra money, but it would cover our bonus that we were going to lose by cutting the movie's budget by 60%. Okay? Makes sense. Um, this producer flipped out that we had any demands whatsoever, and we should just be happy to come and write for free. I'm not kidding. Those are his words. Wow. So Deb and I said, suck it. <laughs> and this guy took our drafts, cut and pasted them up, the two drafts, but he had six drafts in his possession. He made a Frankenstein version of our script, which, by the way, we're Writers Guild writers. You cannot do that. You can't do it. Okay. This guy did that and got John Lusenhop attached to the project as director. John came on and he really wanted to do a rewrite on it, but he didn't have a WGA contract on the film. So he brought a writer friend of his and told her, this is what I want you to change in the movie, um, which they did. So let me give you just a breakdown. Our film, our idea was that the movie would start with the last scene of the first movie, much the way the film starts now. So that was always the plan. Uh, we, we were like, look, you're going to do a 3D, so let's separate the plates on the original film and turn that footage 3D. And they were like, oh, that's brilliant. That's amazing. We're like, great. And I said, much like I did with Jason Goes to Hell, I was like, look, let's fix a problem of the first movie, which is Sally gets away. If she gets away, the first place she's going to go is the cops. The cops are going to turn around and go right back to the Sawyer place. Absolutely. So it's like, that has to happen. Like, that's got to be the scene. So this idea of a siege at the Sawyer house was always there, right? That was always, always in there. Now, by the way, the image that got Deb and I the job, the reason why we got hired, and I know this because an executive told us flat out, this made them go like, these are the right writers. The character that Alexandra Daddario plays as a baby, that baby is in her mama's arms while mom is breaking out the windows of the front of the house and shooting people in the head. Oh, wow. Okay. So literally the baby is suckling on her mother. We see her suckling while mom is shooting people in the face. <laughs> okay. That was the image that made Lionsgate go like, these are the writers. We found the people. Right? Which, you know, look, is awesome and definitely the kind of thing Deb and I write. Here's the other thing. There was no hitchhiker in our script. Hmm. It didn't exist. 
Because here's the thing. In 1993, when the movie takes place, because, you know, that would be 20 years from the first film, and Heather is 20 in our movie, from 1993, nobody hitchhiked anymore. Nobody did it. It didn't happen. No. There were too many stories of people getting freaking murdered. So that didn't happen. And we knew it didn't happen. And that was some nonsense, right? right? So we didn't have a hitchhiker. We didn't have the kids leave the hitchhiker in the house so that he could, like, hang out and steal grandma's shit. <laughs> like, we didn't do that, okay? Because that's stupid. It's nonsensical. Like, it's just, it's stupid. No one would do it. Why are we doing it in this movie? So we didn't do that, right? Okay, fine. The other thing is, there was no fucking cell phone in the movie. Part of the joy for writers is that when you can write about a period of time before cell phones, they can't fuck up your movie all the time. The fact that there is a smartphone in 1993, that scene was created by the director and the woman who did the rewrites for him. It had nothing to do with anything Deborah and I did. We never wrote that sequence. That scene, by the way, took place in the local hardware store in our draft, right? And okay. it was terrifying. It was a terrifying scene about Leatherface trying to get his chainsaw back. Okay, yeah. He loses his chainsaw at the carnival, which, by the way, at the carnival, he kills about a dozen people in our draft. In, in the movie, he barely kills anybody. I know, that was always um, kind of a complaint of mine, is it felt like a missed opportunity, and it's so glad to hear that that wasn't the case with your draft. No, and by the way, okay, let me give you another example. When the car flips over, when the van flips over and Trey Songz dies because he gets his throat cut by some glass, oy, oy, oy. <laughs> Um, in our draft, the van flips, and now... The top of the van is the wall of because it's on its side, right? Right. And the Trey Songz character is leaning against that. He's like lying against what is now the uh, the side of the car, but it's the top of the of the van. They hear the chainsaw, right? They hear it and they don't know where it's coming from, right? It's somewhere around the van, but they can't tell where it's coming from. And suddenly, the saw bursts through Trey Song's uh, chest. And Alexandra Dario is sitting across from him. She, she leaps toward him to help him. He grabs the saw with both hands, and his fingers come flying off and into her face in 3D. Oh, that's okay? awesome. That's right. That's the kind of stuff Dev and I wrote. Okay? Now, when he loses his chainsaw, we had a sequence where he has to get a new chainsaw, so he goes to the hardware store, which is in the town square across from the police station. Cut to... There's an alarm at the hardware store, okay? And four cops are sent in full riot gear to go get Leatherface, right? They know he's in that store. They go in, and it was a eight-page sequence that was so fucking terrifying of these four cops getting hunted by Leatherface in that store. And then you cut to Leatherface with this fucking crazy chainsaw that we had found that was made in that period of time. Now, the end of the movie, right, in our draft, there was a sequence where Leatherface is walking through a stampede of 2,000 head of cattle, 
with his chainsaw revving. Okay. I was like, that's the poster of your fucking movie. It's yeah. like all of these cattle stampeding and they're all missing Leatherface who's walking towards camera. I'm like, that's your image. But they didn't have the money for that, which I totally understand. The other thing is when, when Leatherface is in the um, plant at the end of the movie, Bert Hartman, you know, who was the monster of the movie, Bert Hartman and the remaining members of the people who burned the Sawyers to death are in that building and it's a dozen people beating the shit out of Leatherface, not two, not two dudes. It's a dozen people beating him to death. So when he comes back, he, he rises up with that chainsaw and fucking slaughters 12 people in front of us. So we had this huge ending. Oh, by the way, no one ever said, do your thing. Cause in our script, <laughs> holy shit. I was hoping not. Here's the thing. (laughs) Chainsaw is one of those movies that, by the way, I think they made a fun movie. I'm not pissing on Texas Chainsaw. I'm pissing on certain elements that were added by somebody who did not give a shit about horror movies, did not give a shit about our timeline. Nobody cared about the original film in that group. They just didn't give a shit. And they made something that was fun and exciting, that had some great performances, that had some really cool kills. But they were more concerned with making a really cool widget rather than making a great Texas Chainsaw movie. And by the way, we had a full backstory for Leatherface in the movie. There were flashbacks to Leatherface as a kid. Oh. And those flashbacks were insane. It was so good, man. By the way, Bert Hartman, you find out, has been torturing Leatherface since he was seven. It makes much more sense that there's backstory. Yep. There was a whole Hatfields and McCoy element to the, to the script throughout the whole thing and how the Hartmans had poisoned the water supply to the Sawyer farm. And that's where the madness of the Sawyers came from. Oh. So you've got this like centuries old family feud between these two families. So the Hartmans are responsible for creating the monsters. It's also why... Leatherface's grandmother is the one who's this rich woman who lives very well and has that house. So, like, we had a whole thing about, like, the backstory of these characters and not just treating them like, oh, they're just a bunch of bumpkins. Like, I, 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 hate, I hate when people do that. Like, like, great, anyone under the Mason-Dixon line is a dumbass? What is that? Like, stop. Stop. <laughs> it's offensive. It's just offensive. You know, I'm all for, you know, uh, something like wrong turn. Great. That's that specific Ozarkian kind of thing. But let's be honest, guys. Like, I'm sorry. The people in South Texas are fucking brilliant, too. Like, you can find amazing, remarkable people. Most of them are. So this idea that everybody's a shit kicker, it's it's just, it's heinous. I I find all that stuff really heinous. Um, And, you know, that's the way they went. Look, there was at one point, when this producer asked Deborah and I, was like, look, I, I want there to be a, a lawyer character in the movie who's like, hey now, you see here, say, uh, she was a great woman, that woman, I want to come on in and arrest the spell. I was like, you want us to put Foghorn Leghorn in the movie? <laughs> That's exactly By what I was way, thinking when did. you were explaining that, too. They did. Yeah, they did. They put Foghorn Leghorn in the movie. That's the character in the film. And I'm like, what, what is this? 
Like, suddenly it's like the Looney Tunes version of Tennessee Williams? What are you doing? But again, the reason writers are hired is that they're experts in what they do. And if you don't know something as a writer, you go and research it. And Deborah and I spent a ton of time in Texas. My wife actually lived in Texas. And even though I'm an East Coast Yankee, I went and did my research so that I would treat that area with respect. And look, you know, when this movie came out, um, my favorite thing about this film, actually, and it was something I didn't know until I had actually written one of these movies, the transgender community loves these films, loves them. And I never thought about it, but Leatherface is, they kind of own Leatherface a little bit because Leatherface is wearing women's skin. That's kind of what he's doing. It's, it's based on Ed Gein the same way that Silence Lambs is and, and others. So Dev and I suddenly, we would go do a signing and we would have this like incredibly long line of transgender fans, which was extraordinary. Like that was, that was, that was the most exciting part about the whole thing. Um, but the other part of it is, look, the movie came out and fans got pissed about do your thing cause and why is there a smartphone in 1993 and, and, and. And by the way, here's why I can tell you it was 1993, because even in our draft, the movie that's playing in the town square is Jason Goes to Hell, which came out summer of 93. Ah. It's right in the script. So we planted everything we needed to have to make sure that everybody knew this was 1993. That being said, we would get dinged for this stuff that we didn't write. We're like, wait a second, we didn't write that knuckleheaded nonsense. We wrote a really smart script. Um, by the way, Toby Hooper, before he passed, he called Deb and I at home to tell us that our script for that movie was the first true sequel to his original film. He loved our script. Loved it. I, dude, the, I was so blown away when Toby called us. I turned to Deb and said, yeah, you can just put me in a box. Like, <laughs> life goals have been achieved. I'm good. Good to go. Well, so, I mean, you just you got know, approval from smart. the master himself, so. Yes. Yes. So, you know, Chainsaw was a very weird, long, crazy journey. Um, Deb and I booked a lot of other script writing because of that script. Like, people read that script around town and, like, lost their shit over it, like, loved that screenplay. Um, but because it was, we made Leatherface into this Frankenstein's monster character. That was so much more interesting. It was like, I have no problem with making him the anti-hero of this movie. Let's make the villains much worse than Leatherface. And let's make them responsible for Leatherface. And now the monster has turned on them. That's interesting. And look, Alexandra Dario is so good in that movie. I mean, she is so freaking brilliant in that film. And she's an awesome person. So, look, it was an opportunity to be part of a franchise that I adore. Um, I just wish that people had gotten to see the movie we wrote. I completely get that. And having heard you actually talk about the original draft of uh, Texas Chainsaw, yeah. I have to say I really would love to read that script and see what it should have been. But you're also right. Alexandria was amazing in that. And I actually think uh, Dan Yeager did a fantastic job as Leatherface, too. Oh, he's awesome. He's awesome. And and by the way, Dan's just a sweetheart. Dan's just an amazing guy. He's a great dude. Yeah, I've actually you know, had the... Have you interviewed him? I actually have had the pleasure of interviewing Dan, yes. That is awesome. Love that. <laughs> Love that, dude. That's great. No, Dan, Dan is uh, Dan spectacular. I've done signings with Dan. Uh, we've done uh, view-alongs online with Dan. I love Dan. Dan's awesome.